7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is the Turn Up the Night, Jan- uh, G- G- July 30th, 2019 edition, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly uh, Worldwide. I almost said January. That's why I stuttered. So anyway, <laughs> welcome to the program. Uh, joining me, as always on the show, uh, it's the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. Rain. Uh-oh. Rain. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. I was I was so busy thinking about how I'm the second least racist person in all the world behind Trump. You know, uh I guess that makes me around the third or seventh or something. I don't know. Um and of oh course. My God. Of course, Mr. Joe Santorsa is celebrating his birthday with his lovely wife this evening, and um, uh, joining us uh, in his stead is the one and only Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, on loan from Mike Check Radio, of course, Michelle, known as the Rogue DM, Mother of Kittens, and all kinds of other names that Adam has written, written down Hello. that I don't. So Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> one-third as capable, but I will do my darndest. Oh, that is not true. That is totally Wait, untrue. What? One third is capable? What? No. No. Don't say that. No uh, need for self deprecation around here. It's all. Me- I-, I own self deprecation on this show, Michelle. So. Oh, but- okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just like um, learned at the, the altar of John Fugel saying, so I was trying my best. So. Okay. See, no, I that- can't even do that right. So no. There we go. See? <laughs> oh, Michelle. Untrue. No, I'm good. You're just, you're Michelle. You are Michelle Lagan, and you are a co host tonight. That's, that's right. It. That's right. And that's glorious. And, uh, there, and there's, and nobody should ever suffer from infantry Ben on this show. So that's what's funny. <laughs> Infant trooping. Uh, so anyway, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, what are we getting? <sighs> so now Trump isn't even trying to hide what kind of campaign he's going to run in 2020. Not even pretending. Mm-hmm. And and why is it that he's attacking everybody except the people who are actually running against him? Has this ever been a strategy before? Because there are people that say bad things about him, and he has to attract them. The, I, I guess that's probably it. His little thin-skinned, uh, 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 what do you call it? crepe paper coated ego uh, won't handle the the handle it. Oh my God! The only person I know that's running against him right now is Bill Weld from Massachusetts. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, he he's going to primary him, 
but he's going to try and primary. Him. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is people he would run, uh, oppose in the Demo- Democratic race. You know, why isn't Probably. he going after Biden or Harris or Buttigieg or, uh, you know, Sanders or Warren, whatever? You know, where's all the, the Pocahontas jokes? You know, if you're going to go with racism, you know. Yeah, it's, be- it's because he's a wannabe schoolyard bully, so he can't go against, he can't go after the kids that are bigger than he is. He has to go against the, the smaller kids and the kids he thinks he can beat down. Yeah, I'm telling you. It, I don't it, know. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Well, I, it, no, and I, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying mm-hmm. because he, he has, he is literally, he's gone against sleep, you know, sleepy Joe Biden. He's done the Pocahontas thing. Um, he hasn't gone against Buttigieg, but right now, I think he's decided to go. You know, I, I, in a way, the way I'm seeing it right now, and I don't like it at all, and I don't want to sound like I'm trying to be a Trump splainer. The Trump whisper. He's Infant going after. Trippin. He's going. <laughs> he's going after um, Elijah Cummings right now, because Elijah Cummings came after him for the border wall. Mm-hmm. And he's going after Elijah Cummings right now because, you know, we've heard <clears throat> this is this is going to be his new strategy. I'm going to go after people with my racism. And so he thinks he can go, you know, on a lower level of racism. Like, oh, I can get all the white people, you know, all, I don't know. I love Baltimore. So before I say this, I love Baltimore. All, you know, 200 ratioed people per everybody else in Baltimore. Yeah. He really thinks that he's going to get the racists in Baltimore to vote for him. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I mean, it, I, I think to me, I, I think you're onto something. He he might think that his base is more monolithic than they are, or maybe yeah. they are bigger than I suspect. Yeah. Is that maybe he really wants to show? You know, I mean, because he, every day he says something like this, the the white nationalists are like. I love it. What you're doing, don't stop. Please, more of that. He didn't. You know? He didn't go after the 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 mayor of Baltimore, and I can't remember her name, who just had to resign because of a scandal with a book mm-hmm. writing scandal, and he didn't go after her. He's going after mm. Elijah Cummings. Elijah Cummings, who is not the mayor of Baltimore, he represents Baltimore, Baltimore County. And Howard County. And Howard yeah. County is probably one of the richest counties in the country. Sure. And He's you know, going after Elijah Cummings because Elijah Cummings s- subpoenaed, this is my opinion, subpoenaed his daughter and his son-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that could very well be. And, you know, and... Um, I want to, I, I, I was trying to get this audio, but I get, got interrupted. I had something come up, but, um, there was a bit of audio that I really, I'm going to try and pull it up on my phone. Uh, and it's, um, Charlemagne, the God was on, uh, Velshian rule and, uh, he, in the first part of it, he really kind of, he went after Trump. Uh, for um, basically said, you know what? Um, This is about the reason why Baltimore is the way it is. And the reason why a lot of cities, you know, Cleveland included, 
uh, Chicago, uh, Detroit. The reason why there is this all these problems is because it's you know it's it's system systemic racism yes right? it's it's an abandonment of inner cities because of you know a, a, you know historical white flight because of you know white privilege uh, you know a number of things uh, you know and and charlemagne a the god of a lack of white politicians investing back into the city itself yes yes and um i'm gonna try um man i guess that was a it was it must have been a story from yesterday because i mean it, it was the stories are flying fast and furious on this so i'm gonna try and pull this up on my phone real quick and uh yeah please do that <laughs> i'm sorry my phone is not not agreeing with me it doesn't want to load the page but uh yeah and you know charlemagne the god uh one of the hosts of the breakfast club uh basically just laid it out um as to what what the deal is with trump and what uh you know everything is uh, the surrounding the situation that people refuse to address and i'm sorry there's a there's a credit card commercial on before the video so as soon as it's done i'll stop vamping here we go here's the audio welcome back to bell Shane rule president trump is continuing his racist attacks against democratic congressman elijah cummings and the city of baltimore for a third day in a row this morning he took to twitter and said this in quote the fact is baltimore can be brought back maybe even to new heights of success and glory but not with king elijah and that crew when the leaders of baltimore want to see the city rise again i'm in a very beautiful oval shaped office waiting for your call the president <laughs> aides say this is not about race here's acting white house chief of staff mick mulvaney I think it's right for the president to raise the issue of, look, I was in Congress for six years. If I had poverty in my district like they have in Baltimore, if I had crime in my district like they have in Chicago, if I had homelessness in my district like they have in San Francisco, and I spent all of my time in Washington, D.C., chasing down this Mueller investigation, this bizarre impeachment crusade, I'd get fired. And I think the president is right to raise that. It has absolutely zero to do with race. Joining me now, what? the one and only Charlemagne the God. His radio show, The Breakfast Club, is syndicated in 90 markets across the nation. That means 8 million listeners a month. His audience is 77% African American or Hispanic. That makes up nearly one-third of the Democratic Party electorate. This man has interviewed half of the 2020 Democratic contenders for president, and I promise you, the other half need know that they need to pay him a visit. Charlemagne, I'm really glad you're here with me today. Thank you for having me. I want to get your take. President Trump went after a black congressman mm -hmm. over the weekend. He went after his predominantly black district. A week ago, he said that four congresswomen of color should go back home. This is the same guy who said our first black president was not born in the United States. And he is quoted as saying when going through a rough urban neighborhood, only blacks would live like that. Mm. What he did this weekend is not new. It's not surprising. Why is he doing it? Um, because he's a racist. You know what I'm saying? But we huh. would never get like America to do anything collectively about racism. Like you can implement legislation, you can implement policies, you can implement bills, but none of that will change what's in a person's heart. Like racism is the American way. In fact, like the Pledge of Allegiance shouldn't be liberty and justice for all. It should be liberty and justice for whites and racism for everybody else. And that's what he represents. 
Then what do you think is worse, calling Baltimore rat infested or calling Elijah Cummings a racist? Um, calling Elijah Cummings a racist? I don't yes, see how Elijah Cummings, Elijah Cummings could be a racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it's all bad, you know? And I mean, let's be clear, Thank Baltimore you. is in bad shape, but I mean, just like every inner city in America that has a high population of black people is in bad shape, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not the people in Baltimore or the citizens of Baltimore's fault. It's systemic racism's fault, and it's oppression, and it's marginalization, and it's the same systemic racism that Donald Trump has been pushing before he was president of the United States of America. But before all right, there. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and stop that there. Wow. Uh, great. I'm going to give uh, him an amen for that. Sorry. Amen. I only had uh, amen. so many hands free for that. Uh, but everything he said there is what we all know to be true. Is that we knew Trump was a racist before he was elected. We, we know about systemic racism. We know about white privilege. We know uh, he didn't bring up white privilege there, but, you know, uh, well, he did. He did because, you know, the Pledge of Allegiance is, you know, liberty and justice for whites, racism for everybody else. I right. mean, that, that that's pretty much what he's saying there. And I agree a, a thousand percent. And, you know, again, marginalization, that comes from what? White flight. It comes from businesses leaving, you know, uh, you know, the only places that'll, that'll open up shop in a lot of inner cities are places that overcharge for bad food. Uh, you know, uh, the, the food deserts we hear about so much uh, when people don't have access to good food, good health care, clean water. Uh, Detroit, Detroit, look, yep, and you know this is uh, this is this is where we are, and 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 it's white politicians, largely that have uh, done a lot of disservices to you know inner cities uh, with people well, with people here, of color. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cities like Baltimore, <clears throat> cities like ba Baltimore, really is it's it's not just they're in a bad place for a whole bunch of reasons. One of the reasons is that anybody's watched The Wire on HBO knows that that city's been just full of, of you know, just corruption mm -hmm. forever. Forever. Um, but th there's a lot of cities out there who are suffering from institutionalized and foundational racism. Yes. I don't think we. I, I don't think that's an unfair thing to say. Not at all. But um, <clears throat> for Donald Trump, and, and I like Stephanie Rule. I do like her. <clears throat> for her to ask Charlemagne the God, is Elijah Cummings racist? She knows better. No, no, she, she did. Better. She didn't ask. She didn't ask. She said, "What's worse, Trump calling him a oh. racist, or okay. uh, you know, going after Baltimore the way he did?" Okay, um, I'm sorry. I I yeah. apologize. It's okay. It I wasn't super. Wasn't super clear. Um, but, you know what's to me one of the worst things is that there's institutionalized racism that mm -hmm. has gone on in cities like Baltimore. Baltimore is just the latest in a number of cities. I mean, back in the '80s, it was New York City. New York City almost went bankrupt because of of their of their you know corruption and mm -hmm. and and all of all of the stuff that was just going wrong with yeah. a uniquely american city 
and and you you mentioned Cleveland, and now it's Baltimore. Baltimore has got a really high death rate. But um, the the thing I posted this on my I posted this on my Facebook page because the other day the other day Baltimore Sun posted an amazing op-ed, basically saying you know there's a rat in the White House. Yeah. Today they posted another one, or yesterday they posted another one. And and it, this is from the editorial board, and I think this this is this paragraph, and I really want to read this, and then I'll shut up and let Michelle and you talk. But um, in this in this article, um, they talked about how Baltimore settled landmark discrimination suit against Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. They talked about how Donald, uh, President Obama, went after the city to try to get shit right, but here's the paragraph that blows me away. Um, as whites moved to the suburbs, sped along the way by massive investments in new highways, water and sewer systems, schools and other anemones, Baltimore City's infrastructure began to crumble. Neighborhoods like those in the east and west portions of Mr. Cummings district became isolated from economic and educational opportunities. Mr. Cummings was among the Baltimore leaders who sought to address the problem through the development of a new light rail line connecting those neighborhoods to unemployment centers, including Social Security Administration and Johns Hopkins Bayview Medical Center. But Governor Larry Hogan, a Republican, who over the weekend responded to Mr. Trump's tweets by calling Baltimore the very heart of the state, and on Monday by asking why politicians aren't focused on solving the problems and getting into the work, killed the project. Yeah, that's uh, that's insane. It is insane. That's and I know you know this. This is you know this is a you know but this is our radio show that's listened to all over the country. But I I take it really personally when I see people like Donald Trump going after Baltimore. Baltimore has a lot of problems. It also is a beautiful city. Yeah, it is. You know, it's it, to sit there and to try to make it sound like Elijah Cummings is the problem. That's just no, false. no. We're and, and, and I'm glad you pointed out the corruption. Uh, you know, of in New York. You know, like you said, it, once the corruption. You know, there's still corruption. There's corruption in every city, but the level of corruption that was going on in New York. You know, cops being paid off. You know, the yes. mobsters mobsters working with people like Trump for you know. Uh, real estate deals. I, I'm convinced that Trump made all of his money, um, you know, with working with the mob. You know, I, I'm convinced of it. Um, and uh, he, you know, he was part of the problem. Yeah, he, he absolutely was. He absolutely was. And you know, and and people didn't care enough to look into that. But uh, and they didn't definitely didn't even care to hear. You know, they the people who voted for him. Oh, we don't need to see his taxes. Are you fucking high? Uh, so, <laughs> Michelle, uh, a- any thoughts on that, on all of that uh, stuff? Well, yeah, yeah, Rain brought up New York City, which is it, it's perfectly correct to bring up in comparison to Baltimore. A lot of the big cities are like that, where, you know, the the when the corporations and the people in power get control of things and start driving the little people out because they think, you know, either the corporations have to leave, you know, because they they think they're not getting big enough tax breaks 
or, or such and such, or when gentrification starts happening in certain areas and the little people are getting shoved out and put on the margins. It always happens. I mean, in mm-hmm. the 1800s, I mean, in 1900s, you had the Irish and the Italians that were in the same situation. That, yeah. you know, that they're currently blaming on the, the you know, the our African-American population nowadays. You know, it's, it's, there's always going to be a marginalized people, but it's always, the, the African-Americans have always had it worse. Because they, they came over, they were not, you know, yeah, they can say a lot, the Irish will say, well, a lot of us came over as indentured servants and stuff like that. There's a little bit of a difference between that and abject slavery. Yeah. Right. Right. And, but, but, you know, but it's, it's, it's there. I mean, even the Indians, even our Native American population, you know, still lives in poverty in certain areas. And they have no, no you know, some of them can't pull themselves out. But in these in the urban centers, it's more intensified, and that's why the right uses that as a cudgel against us all when they don't want to look at the reasons why it's happening because people are they're not you know paying their taxes you know not the people but the corporations aren't paying the taxes that help support those communities that help get keep those schools in place and and when tax cuts come around or when they say you know we don't want to fund these schools anymore because it's in an impoverished community that's where you need the funding the most to yeah. get these kids education to get them out of these impoverished communities or help these impoverished communities grow yeah well and uh, they don't understand that no no I, here's the thing and i i <clears throat> do i do get to the <clears throat> i'm sorry I'm a little phlegmy tonight, everybody. It's okay. I get I get to the bigger point what Michelle is saying, but something that really does piss me off is that Trump literally went after Elijah Cummings and tried to blame him for all of the problems. Yeah, yeah, um, he's an easy he, target because he's he's you know he's what these racists hate a successful yeah. black. And but the and and the well yes and you're right and the problem there's so many problems I have with it aside from the racism is that when he went after Elijah Cummings he failed to acknowledge the fact that his district again parts of Baltimore City parts of Baltimore County and a good portion of Howard County which happens to be some of the richest counties in this country that's what you're saying they. They know exactly what Elijah Cummings has been doing. That's why he keeps getting reelected. It's yeah. not because what Trump is trying to say, oh, it's a bunch of stupid black people in Baltimore City who just yeah. vote for him just because he's a black man. Yeah. Again, I point back to the fact that Elijah Cummings was trying to get the light rail connected to those city centers. And that would have helped. A yeah, lot. And it was killed. Yeah. For for people who are you know are uh, don't make a lot of money, killed yeah, by white that Republicans. Light that light rail is great. That light rail, I mean, it's taken us from you know from our hotels to 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 the Oriole Stadium. It's great to museums, but Larry Hogan and I'm not trying to make this about Larry Hogan because I don't like the guy and he's he's known pretty much as he's now he's now the head of the um, um, the National Governors Association. By the way. He's mm-hmm. known as a a um, moderate Republican, but the guy killed light rail to yeah. try to help integrate the city of Baltimore. It's yeah. So it's, there it's, you it's there evil. you see some some institutionalized racism. Absolutely, and he doesn't even really yeah. realize it. 
no, uh, I don't think so. Um, and pre- President uh, shared this. I want to read this real quick. Uh, one of Baltimore's favorite sons, John Waters, has chimed in. Uh, it says, uh, finally, well, we would not sink to name-calling in uh, the Trumpian manner or ruefully point out that he had uh, failed to spell the congressman's name correctly. It's Cummings, not coming. We would... Uh, yes. We would tell the most dishonest man to ever occupy the Oval Office, the mocker of war heroes, the gleeful grabber of women's private parts, the serial bankrupter of businesses, the useful idiot of Vladimir Putin, and the guy who insisted there are good people among murderous neo-Nazis, that he's still not fooling most Americans into believing he's even slightly competent in his current post or that he possesses a scintilla of integrity. Better to have some vermin living in your neighborhood than to be one. Boom! Oh my god, I love Okay, now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Yeah. And we are, and and, um, I don't have time in this segment to play more of the audio. It's kind of long, but we're going to get two somebody who is absolutely part of the problem in baltimore uh absolutely part of the problem when it comes to vermin infested housing um and um and boy might shock you who it is but it won't um Unless it's New York City Pizza Rat, right? It, it's Pizza Rat. It's he's he's he moved. Um, no, no, Pizza Rat's a better better quality person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and uh, maybe it's Rupee Rat. Remember Rupee Rat uh, that Joe oh, the yeah. story, story Joe told. Well, and speaking of Joe, we're gonna play a special treat um, uh, on this break. Um, I I clipped this out and I sent it to him, and I thought since it is his birthday. I would go ahead and um, do the um, uh, Joe's uh, birthday. Uh, uh, <laughs> instead of playing a song, we'll, we'll, we'll play Joe's birthday improv uh, <laughs> segment from the other night. Because uh, Joe said he was crying when he when he got to hear it a- again, and Bobber said it was just as funny uh, uh, the second go around. And uh, so yeah, so we since today is officially Joe Santors's birthday, we're gonna um, we're gonna play this over the airwaves uh, at least once, maybe a second time. If he if he shows up in hour uh, hour three or something, I might play it again. But anyway, let's go to the break. Uh, let let's have some fun with uh, uh, on Joe's birthday, and we'll be right back with more on this story uh, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. All right, do we have any other birthdays? Do we have any other birthdays out there? Um, Because Joe... You have one, right? Joe... uh, Well, Joe's birthday is in four days, so on... Um, On Tuesday? Tuesday. Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Wow, are are you going to be available on your birthday? Tuesday, Saturday. I, I don't think so, I think... I think my bride wants to take me out to dinner. Oh. Well, you heard that, Miles and Michelle. Be on standby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, on in that case, I don't think there's any other. Um, I don't think there's any other birthdays out there. So I think we need to make your birthday uh, special tonight. We'll we'll, we'll 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 do the traditional one, and then we're gonna stack something on top of that. So here you go, Joe. This is what we're gonna do. 
Um, yeah. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. And that's one to grow on. There you go. Look at that. Wow. All on the wow. fly. All on the fly, people. So happy from, birthday for, for my Uncle Joe. For Yay. my Uncle Joe. There's only so. <laughs> one more song you could have played that would have made it. And that would be I found my Oh oh Joe, if that's a if that's a uh um a request <laughs> from you. The, oh, uh, let me see. Come on. The, yeah, if that's a request from you, then it, uh, let, let it be done. Let it be done for, for oh, Joe. Good. Oh, good. I found my field <laughs> on Blueberry Hill. What a voice. On Blueberry Hill. What a butcher. What a butcher. I'm playing the whole thing. Two more minutes. Two more minutes to go. Infantry Ben, you part of me still. Jessica, while having a nightmare. What a fun set of time for you. Male semen. <laughs> no, sir, I don't like it. Shape. We call it sometimes tippy top shape. What the oh, hell? Oh my god. Oh my god. 
shit. Wow. Wow, that was a that was one hot mess. That was, <laughs> wow. that was improvisation. That was. That was, yeah, absolutely was. I just <laughs> just decided uh-huh. to start playing drops. <laughs> that was like that was like production on the fly. It was, well, yeah. <laughs> at least wow. the fly was on and not unzipped. This is true. This is true. So, oh my God, I got tears Happy in my birthday, eyes. <laughs> wow, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Well, what you know, what you need to do is you need to you need to clip that out, or I'll clip it out for you. Burn it on a CD and put it under your pillow on your birthday, and you'll have the best dreams ever. Oh, I know. I'll I'll have such thrills. Thrills. <laughs> thrills. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Putin, Jeez. don't quit your day murder job. Oh no! Oh uh, yeah. It's not. It's not just people he murders. No, <laughs> no, you are right, oh. Bobber. <laughs> Good one, oh, Bob. we got a, a Bobber's riding the A train out uh, uh, tonight on that one. So, uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. I hope everybody enjoyed the reprise of Joe's uh, Blueberry Hill Nightmare. <laughs> Uh, so, and also good news, Adam Hebert will be joining us, uh, in the next hour. He says he's taking the shortcut home. He found a shortcut. I'd take that cut every shortcut every time if I could, uh, unless it costs more money. Don't spend more money, Adam. Uh, so anyway, uh, welcome back, uh, to rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC, the beltway bureau, the bubble, the swamp. Hi. So I gave double birds to that dotard when he flew over our house today good yeah it felt good yeah yeah stretch you gotta work them fingers out sometimes you know gotta find a good yes uh and (laughs) michelle lagan port st Lucie, florida on loan from mike check radio and please give miles our best um and uh welcome back to you as well 
I will, and thank you. I just want to let uh, Rain know I am currently drinking a hazelnut brown nectar made by Rogue Breweries that Ooh. holds that does not hold a single candle to the wonderful hazelnut brew your husband made. Oh, I don't know about that. Rogue so, makes really good beer. Yeah, but the one I had at your house. Oh. <laughs> Bobber makes good. some damn fine brew. The Braumeister. Yes. Yes, he does, and I just wanted to let him know that. Yeah, I love that cider, oh, wow. man. I, I I hadn't had cider that good in a while. Nice dry cider, I love it. Yeah, I'm I I got to tell you, man. I'm going to ask him to make a ten gallon batch next year. Oh, there you go. So. And next year we're going to try to come. We're going to put awesome. vacation time to it. We're probably going to put like a week and a half so that we can come up and do it right. All right. You know what we're mm-hmm. going to do? Like what we did this year is we're going to announce it in February or March. I think it was February or March. So this way people have plenty of time to plan. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Well, we, you know, great. worked out great for us um, this time around. So uh, I can't wait to meet you guys too. So, well, anyway, uh, some people we wouldn't like to meet. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, and real quick, let me, let me just uh, say this. I don't think he's in the chat room tonight, uh, but I'll give him a shout out later if he shows up. Uh, we went to uh, Susan's uh, birth family family reunion uh, on Saturday and uh, got to hang out with Cousin Curtis and his wife Cheryl, so Destroyer Kurt from the chat. They are such lovely people. They really are. Uh, you know, I mean, they they are kind of stuck in, you know, BFE, you know, uh, in Ohio with, you know, just surrounded by negativity and trump cultists and weirdos you know guys he served with in the military uh, guys that he worked with or works with that are just like you know we, we just talked about all this stuff like when he he was talking about when bill o'reilly got kicked off the air how guys he, he worked with were moping around he's like what if that was your daughter well, my daughter no better you know it, we just had a really fascinating <laughs> conversation about about stuff like that so, um, you know, we, we commiserated heavily. Um, it was nice. I hate answers like that. My daughter, my whatever, would be yeah. no better. No. Yeah, no. That's, that's that ain't just right. arrogance. And yeah. it's really... Uh, yeah. That's like Marky Mark saying he would have stopped the hijackers on 9-11. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, to, to get back to this story... Um, I'm kind of debating which clip to play first because Don Lemon really scorched uh, Trump over his his racism. But there's a story that I want to play first that he touches upon. But I I, I just have a feeling if if I don't play that now, that um, we might end up glossing over some important facts about it before Don Lemon brings it up. So this okay. is C- CNN's Candy Ray talking about um, Kushner Properties in Baltimore. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, Jared, of course, who's profiting from these. Yes, he removed himself from daily operations of the, his uh, Slumlord operation. Um, but this, you want to talk about institutionalized racism? This is it, and it is still alive and well, and it has the name Kushner all fucking over it. This is so disgusting and so evil. What this company has done to to uh, 
to people who can't afford to maybe get in a nicer apartment building or afford to buy a house or, you know, uh, you know, oh my God, it makes me so mad. But listen to this. This is this story is it's harrowing. It is really harrowing. And when you hear the number of people who are suing this racist piece of shit slumlord Kushner company, you're gonna you're gonna your jaw's gonna hit the floor. Listen to this. Maggots, mice, and mold. That is what tenants in the Baltimore area say they have experienced in properties owned by Kushner companies. As in Jared Kushner, the president's son-in-law. It's particularly ironic that the president's making these comments when we know here in Baltimore County in 2017 that his son-in-law directly contributed to some of the neglect that the president purportedly is so concerned about today. In fact, back in 2017, Baltimore County found more than 200 code violations by Kushner companies at its various properties. Every 2017, two years ago. Two years ago. Anything yep. from lack of plumbing to rodent infestation. At this property called Essex Park, one tenant told the New York Times and ProPublica back in 2017 that her apartment was infested with mice. She said it was so bad there were mouse droppings everywhere, mice in the laundry hamper and mice in her daughter's bed. The county threatened to fine Kushner companies unless it made the necessary repairs, which Kushner companies did in all but nine properties. The place started to go down. Vanessa Johnson lived in the co-village apartments from 2001 until last year. You actually experienced rats. I experienced rats. The rats were in my ceilings. You could hear them walking. And so what was it like to hear rats at night? Oh my God, it was it was crazy. I could hear them gnawing, but you can't see them, but I could hear it. Um, and, and it just made me crazy. In a statement to CNN, Kushner Company said it invests substantial amounts in the properties and is proud to own Bullshit. thousands of apartments in the Baltimore area, calling it a high-quality residential experience for their tenants. Tuh. Meanwhile, Bullshit. now a class-action lawsuit is moving forward on behalf of 30,000 tenants, one tenant even claiming paying their rent in full did not prevent them from receiving illegal and predatory notices seeking payment of additional, often illegal, fees under threat of eviction. And the lawyer for the tenants describes these extra fees, Jake, as phantom fees. He says they were essentially made up by the Kushner companies and then passed on to the tenants as charges. Back to you. All right, Randy Kay, thank you so much. Uh, Kushner Companies told CNN their apartments are a, quote, high-quality residential experience, although it doesn't really sound like that. Bullshit. Bullshit. 30,000 people. Wow. Mm -hmm. Not 3,000. Not 10,000. 30,000 people are suing that's the size that's the size of a small city in the united states of america yes and this what with these phantom fees they're throwing on you know there it's like they got all these uh, all these people who are probably on you know on budgets let's face it if anybody lives in an apartment complex um you know the whether they're you know New family, single mother, uh, you know, oh, yeah. co these college are, these student. Are, these are lower income tenants. Yeah. We can uh, say you that. Know, we can the, say that fairly yeah. and honestly. 
Yeah, I mean, they're not. They, these aren't Trump towers, you know. The the you know thirty thousand low income individuals who are being preyed upon by this shitbag racist company saying, "Oh yeah, we know your rent's paid in full." But we have this other thing that you need to pay for, you you know, and you should probably do that now. Yeah, there, there's another, I, I don't remember the source. I, I wish I could remember the source, but there was, oh, I think it was the New York Times, actually, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. where there was a woman who moved into one of the Trump or one of the Kushner places. And she, you know, moved in there because she really, it was a nice place and everything was going good. But her neighbor kind of went a little off the rails. And so um, she talked to the, so Kushner, Kushner owns these buildings and they're Kushner companies. And then they subcontract management agencies, right? Oh, yeah. And so she, you know, talked to the management agency and she said, look, I would like to be released from my, my lease, this, this woman who lives next to me it's just it's i can't live here and and the management company you know said okay all the paperwork was filed all of it was done it was all on the up and up five years later kushner company came after her with a lawsuit said you owe us a whole shit ton of money yeah and she didn't have all the paperwork at that point that many years later and she was basically bankrupt so when we're talking about this story, which I think is really terrible, I've been I've been in situations where I've had terrible management agencies, but Kushner Company went after people who had long moved out of those places to just to to swipe as much money as they could from their really small bank accounts to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and and when you said 2017, it's really important to point out it was 2017 when um, Jared decided to join his father-in-law in the White House. So he was the head of that company until then. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, you know, the the let's look at it this way: um, the the population of Baltimore is what about nine? Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Um, six hundred nineteen thousand. Thirty thousand of those people. I mean, that's Did, a significant the, percentage. Well, yeah. I mean, that's thirty. A, thirty of the thirty thousand of those people are under slumlord Jared Kushner. Yeah. Yeah, that is significant. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to I'm opening up my calculator here. So thirty thousand divided by six hundred and nineteen thousand is um that's uh no, that math isn't right. I don't know. That's a significant <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do math when I'm not uh at All work. Right, wait. It, 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 you said 600,000 and 30,000. It doesn't even matter. The, the no. fact is is that the son-in-law of the President of the United States is a slumlord in Baltimore. And mm-hmm. the, the guy who is occupying the White House right now is slamming Baltimore. Yes. And I don't, I think it's important to remember, again, this is the same motherfucker who, Trump, not Kushner, who got slammed by the federal government for for you know 
illegal and and racist housing violations in New York City. Yeah. Oh, and this is a guy. Dad Dad shared a story with me today. Uh, It's it's from a a couple years ago, but it was about you know Trump. uh, His hotels have fucking bed bugs all over them. You know, I mean, oh, I mean th- oh, these these people April, are scumbags. That was April Ryan, by the way. April Ryan the other day. April oh, she... Ryan. She she and there's been a couple of stories. Oh, she that, brought it up. Right? Oh yeah, she did. It was it was pretty it was pretty outstanding because um, you know it was it, I think it was I think it was Friday. I can't remember when it was, but you know when this whole thing first came down, there's a lot of uh, reporters were like, wait a second, this is bullshit. But April Ryan is the one who said, she literally said, on air, on CNN, um, the White House is filled with mice. I've seen the mouse droppings. I've seen the mouse traps. I've seen the bugs all over the White House. And I don't know how you sleep. I don't know how you sleep knowing whatever kind of critters are crawling all all over your bed, Mr. President. My God. Michelle, why don't you jump in on this uh, with uh, the the Kushner uh, thing? I mean... His, you know, his son-in-law is directly responsible for again yeah. what, what he's complaining about. Yeah, you maybe you you can mark it off at you know like seven hundred fifty people are going after an organization that big, but thirty thousand people. There has yeah. to be a problem, and you know what what's really really scary nowadays is trying to rent a property is a lot harder than it has ever been. Because people are demanding, you know, uh, you know, credit checks and stuff like that. And when you're a, a young person trying to move out of your house and trying to rent a property, it's a nightmare. But when you add somebody like Kushner's properties, who, who, bas- yeah, as, as you said, they're basically slumlords nowadays. You add those into the mix, and then they go after people when there are problems. Yeah. You can't add. You can't add charges on to your a person's rent. Yeah. Well, he That's can. That's illegal. Oh, yeah. He can, and he can get away with it, Michelle. Because he I, has high-powered lawyers, and he I, can do it. And well, he, can, he, can, he can money bomb the people to death. It, I, think, I think there's something more to it. I mean, because I don't disagree with what you're saying, Michelle, but I think there's something a lot more to it. it but let's just put the idea of Kushner out of... Just take that word out of it. And let's just go with slumlords. There are slumlords. And there yeah. are slumlords who they will rent to anybody. They will rent to people without documents. Okay? They will right. rent to people. And it's still illegal. Will, but wait, wait. Follow me here. Follow me here for a minute. They will rent to people who who don't have, you know, documentation as, as, as legal residents of this country. They will rent to people who don't have good credit report. These are slumlords. They will do that. And the thing is, when you come to a slumlord, this is when they can prey upon those people mm-hmm. to take the last little bit of money that they have. And so it, it, it's not just Kushner. I mean, Kushner and is, ensure is a high turnover. About yes, ensure a high turnover because we got that person's money. Now they're out. Now they're homeless. Let's find and the next here person. Comes, here comes the next family. Or person, and a lot of times it's a family who just needs a place to live. Yeah, who's just going to move in and hope that their landlord is going to treat them right. Sure, and not only that, 
Oh, go ahead, Michelle. But there's another element here too. Go, but go ahead, Michelle. I'll tell you a funny story. We have some friends. They're nice people. Um, a Hispanic family, and they were renting a house for a little over a year, and they ended up getting kicked out of the house, not because the people they were renting it from kicked them out. It's because the people who actually own the house found out that somebody was renting the house illegally who had nothing to do with the original owners. Oh, Jesus. And they lost a whole bunch of stuff. So that goes to, like, the management companies and stuff like that. Right. You know, the 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 subcontractors. And the, the... in my area, we've we had a lot of problems with the the housing bubble, mm-hmm. and a lot of properties got bought out by the banks, and the banks started converting them into rental properties under management companies, and that's the situation we deal with here because yeah. those management companies are loosey goosey. They are, it's and 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 and, and, and as I say, they try to. It's illegal to charge anything above the lease. But some yes. people are desperate, and they need a place to live. That's and they what get, I'm getting at. Yeah, and they'll and do anything to protect their children. They'll yeah, do anything I'm to stay afloat. So, but that's what also the thing I was trying to say yeah. is they get they get stuck in these situations, and they get money bombed to death. Yeah. You yeah. know these these corporations hold it over their head, saying we're going to sh- throw you out on the street, and you will have nothing. All right, so now you have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we got to truck along because I got a long audio clip from Don Lemon. Um, I'm uh, sorry. I'm no, not, no, 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 no. It's okay. Um, just uh, uh, um, uh, but uh, another element here is uh, when Ray and you were saying they'll rent to anybody. Don't forget they'll also rent to sexual predators and drug dealers and yes. anybody else like that that will cause even greater danger to the good people who are just trying to keep their head above water. Yeah, this is you a know. segment of society that's largely unregulated. Yeah, so or, you or know. a business model, a business yeah. model that is not regulated heavily. Yeah. So uh, here's Don Lemon, uh, pretty good rant from him. It's like three minutes long. We won't have a ton of time after this to discuss, but I'll give you guys at least a few seconds to give your thoughts. We've got to talk about what the president of the United States is doing, what he's been doing. We've got to talk about his deliberate and intentional strategy of attacking people of color. You know we have to talk about that. I wish I could say that I am shocked or surprised, but I'm not. And you probably aren't either. It has happened too many times for the man who launched his political career by pushing the racist birther attack on President Barack Obama. The president is the race baiter in chief, blatantly using his attacks to stir up his base and to distract you from what he doesn't want you to pay attention to. His latest target is House Oversight Chairman Elijah Cummings. And that is no coincidence. The president is riled up about the chairman's investigations of the administration. So he goes on a Twitter tirade against Elijah Cummings and his majority black district, by the way, which includes much of Baltimore, calling it, and this is a quote, a disgusting rat and rodent infested mess and then he goes on to tweet quote no human being would want to live there no human being would want to live there 
Oh, wow. More than 600,000 human beings, yeah. hardworking men and women, parents and their children, grandmothers, grandfathers. They live in Baltimore. They live in that city. Imagine if that was your family that the president is insulting. Well, Elijah Cummings doesn't have to imagine. You know why? Because he is the son of former sharecroppers. He was born and raised in Baltimore. But the president insults him and degrades an entire community. And doubles down by incredibly calling Chairman Cummings himself racist. And by the way, it is really rich for this president to be slamming Baltimore by calling it rat infested. Since his son-in-law and his senior advisor, Jared Kushner's family's business, owns thousands of Baltimore apartments. Apartments with a history of code violations, including rodent infestations. It's particularly ironic that the president's making these comments when we know here in Baltimore County in 2017 that his son-in-law directly contributed to some of the neglect that the president purportedly is so concerned about today. I just want you to listen. Please listen to what one former tenant of a Kushner property told CNN's Randy Kay about what it was like to live in one of those apartments. So what was it like to hear rats at night? Oh my God, it was, it was crazy. I could hear them gnawing, but you can't see them, but I could hear it. Um, and, and it just made me crazy. And despite the president's claim that Baltimore is rat infested, House Republicans are holding their annual retreat there in September. I wonder if he'll speak at that retreat like he did last year. Damn. Don Lemon. Amen to that. And, you know, again, very powerful stuff about, you know, you know, and he really put a pin in it. The most important thing that Trump said in those tweets, no human would want to live like that. Exactly. He just said anybody in Baltimore, if you live there, you're you're not human. No. That's as racist as you can get. It's it's also inhumane. It's it's dehumanizing people. It is. I'll give you twenty more twenty more seconds, Frank. Go ahead. It's what happened. It's what happened and laid up to, to the Holocaust, to be honest with you. That's what they did to the Jews. They dehumanized them. Yeah. All right, Michelle, I'll give you uh, 30 seconds. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, he's calling, he's, he's, he's trying to make people who live in the larger cities who are not the rich and the elite um, no better than pests. Yep, And he's exactly. trying to label them like that. And um, as a fair, I, I try to be empathic, and it, it, it it makes me want to scream. <laughs> it really does. I understand. I'm putting yeah. you through a lot tonight, Michelle, and I appreciate you being a trooper. So it, okay. it'll, it'll be less heavy uh, going into the next hour. But we do have to go to the break. Uh, Adam Hebert will be joining us after the break, I believe. And um, we'll uh, talk about a bunch of other stuff and uh, uh, make fun of uh, Fat Donnie some more. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back with more Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. 
Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) On with the show. I wish that, that liberals would make an effort to understand our position like we try to understand theirs. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night, uh, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello, Rain. <laughs> Maybe Uh-oh. that was a, too quick of a break, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was a quick break. It seemed to go faster than it should have. But uh, at, at any rate, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, on loan from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back to you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm glad to be helping out. Yeah, and what a helper you are. And let's see if Adam is ready to join us on the program. So, didn't he? Hi, I'm back. Okay. Hi, Rain. Welcome back. Adam Hebert. Are you there, Adam? Why, yes. Yes, I am. Hey, look at that, everybody. It's, uh, he took the last bus to Clarksville and he met us on the program. So, So Adam Ebert in Clarksville, Tennessee, uh, thank you for uh, taking the shortcut home. Well, no problem. Uh, you know, I, I try to avoid crossing Providence, but I figured you needed me. Well, you probably needed me anyway. And I was like, it's uh, I'll I'll take the shortcut. Did but, you do uh, the the, the you Ner- ha- did you do the Naruto run across uh, the freeway? Oh no! You do. <laughs> I mean, one thing you need to know about anime fans is that Naruto fans are pretty much universally hated. There's a reason why they're called Narutards. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Wow. Um, okay. I'm I'm not a fan. No, I didn't understand. But I do come bearing a gift. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a bottle. Uh, it's a bottle of Tears of Impotent Conservative Rage, 2019 oh, okay. vintage. Oh, okay. Uh, because let me tell you, they are salty about what happened in California today. Oh, about the uh, the ballot, uh, the Gavin Newsom. Um, uh, he, he'll yep. leave Trump's name off the ballot if they do, if uh, he doesn't release his taxes. Yep, because uh, constitutionally speaking, the state has the right to set standards for appearing on the ballot. Wow, so, Trump might not win me. California then. Yeah, well, he, he won't win no matter what. But my yeah. point is that for the next year, we get the pleasure of watching the conservatives argue in court against the state's rights mm-hmm. that they have argued in favor of for ever. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you know, and you know, I I love know, so. people were saying, oh well, this it's unconstitutional. It sets a precedent. What if Republicans do this to a Democrat? Well, um, I'm fairly certain Democrats are going to release their taxes because you know, if they don't, they're well, criminals and they're hiding something. But it's okay for a Republican to be a criminal and hide something. Well, I heard someone say, what if Texas made it illegal to be on the ballot if you're over 75? I said, that would be un- unconstitutional <laughs> because the the age question is already addressed in the Constitution. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't add extra standards to, to the qualifications to run. Yeah. But in this case, California isn't stopping Trump from running. All mm-hmm. they're doing is saying, hey, if you want to be on our ballot, you got to meet the standard. So, oh, and... One other thing, because I was listening on the bus, as I am wont to do. Well, I, I, let's um, get and, uh, well. Let's let's get Rain's thought on the the California oh, ballot. Right, 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 right. What? Um, what about uh, the the California ballot? Did, did you hear about that? Gavin Newsom said he's not going to put yeah, Trump's in it. I did. In it. I, did. Yeah. I, I posted about it, and I I don't know how many states have already passed that into law, but I would like to see um, all states do that because if you if you believe in the Tenth Amendment. And you believe in states' rights, the state should have the right to say, if you want to run as a party candidate, <clears throat> you get to your see shit. your tax returns. Period. Let's, End of report. There it shit, is. Crooked. It's my. It's one of my times, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm for states' rights. Yeah, yeah, and also, and you're smart. So, um. <laughs> I'm smart. Yeah. I can handle um, things. I'm smart. And I, I don't. Like I don't think says. I mean, like, dumb, I'm smart, and I want respect. <laughs> oh, go, go ahead. See, see, Rain. I feel like we just stepped on Uncle Joe. <laughs> oh, no. no, we did that out of respect for Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. <clears throat> but, so. no, I, I don't think that... California's not the only state that's done this. I've heard of other states wanting to do it as well, yes. Absolutely. Or they, they have they have legislation in, in the pipeline. If you don't meet the criteria, yeah, I've 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 seen that. But you know what the other the, the other side of it is that guess what? If even if it's only California, that fucks Trump up. Big time. Oh yeah, bigly. Um uh but all right, so Adam, what was the other point uh you wanted to make uh, quickly? Well, I just want to say um, you guys were making great points last segment about, you know, how unethical what uh, the Kush and his company did. But you got to remember that there is a rule that supersedes all the laws in America, and that's the golden rule. Whoever has the gold makes the rules. Ah, see, there you go. No, no. See, I don't believe that. I don't either. You're being sarcastic, but. but I just I can't even believe that in a sarcastic way. I we've seen it this so many times though. Out. It, it needs it, to be called out it every needs, time we see it. It needs to be called out, but how many things have we called out and we're like this is blatant corruption and fucking crickets, you know? I, so I, here's the thing. I mean, I understand I understand what Adam's saying. I'm just and I've said this many times on the show. I, I can't I can't be a part of that sarcasm kind of crap. Not that what Adam said is crap. It's wrong. When we see it happen, when we find out it, because I didn't know that Kushner was a slumlord. Now I know he's a slumlord. Yeah, I didn't either. You know, I mean, it took Trump sticking his fucking fat, diseased, uh, bone-spurred foot in his mouth. Uh, And so, you know... uh Uh-huh. 
you got to call it out. You have to call it out. You have to shame them. The oh, same I, way that in Moscow, Mitch has been shamed. He decided that he had to go up on the Senate floor and, you know, cry some turtle tears. Are you a mind reader? Are you a mind reader, Rain? Because that was exactly the story I thought we f- we would probably have time to talk about in this segment. <laughs> I am I am your sister from another mother. That is right. Well, uh, I, don't, I I haven't had a chance to check out Lawrence O'Donnell's show in a while, but I love his his kind of smug brand of glee that he has on the show when somebody does something so incredibly stupid that you know they're so unaware of what they've just done you know i i really i really kind of miss that but um uh, now i don't know if any of you watch it i don't watch morning joe um i i have a lot of problems with them um but something that joe scarborough did the other day really rankled the turtle <laughs> did you see this michelle <laughs> Uh, old, old, old Mitch, old Mitch, the, the turtle has a new nickname. Did you see that one, Michelle? No, I did not. Yes. Did you hear about it? (laughs) No, I've, I've been, I've been out of the loop as far as news is concerned. Oh, you're going to, you're going to love this. this You're going to see it, but I heard about it. You are going to love this, Michelle. His new nickname is Moscow Mitch. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) And uh, so there is a little bit of Scarbo in this clip, but it's it's from O'Donnell's show. Um, but but Joe Joe Scarbro was the one who coined that. He coined. Here's the thing. He coined that term yeah. after um, Dana Milbank wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post, basically saying that Mitch McConnell is a Russian asset. Yeah, and yeah, and this is all all covered in the clip. So uh, let's go ahead and get to this, and then we will discuss. Mitch McConnell rushed to the Senate floor today to express his outrage over Donald Trump's racist weekend rant against Congressman Elijah Cummings. First, there is something I need to address. Nah, it wasn't the Trump weekend of public racist rants. That didn't bother the majority leader of the United States Senate one bit. He didn't care about that. hasn't said a word about that. Here is what Mitch McConnell felt he had to urgently address. Over the last several days, I was called unpatriotic, un-American, <laughs> and essentially treasonous by a couple of left-wing pundits. Not me. Not guilty. Didn't do it. The smear that I am, quote, a Russian asset ran in the opinion pages of the Washington Post. The accusation that I am, quote, un-American was broadcast on MSNBC. This is the state, Mr. President, of left-wing politics in 2019. No, it's not. The person who called Mitch McConnell un-American on MSNBC on Friday, which provoked Mitch McConnell to go to the Senate floor today to complain about it, is not a left-winger. He is a former Republican congressman. Bingo. I want to talk about Moscow Mitch. Moscow Mitch says it's a hoax. How can Moscow Mitch uh, so, so willingly turn a blind eye? Moscow Mitch won't even let the Senate take a vote on it. Sure. That is un-American. He's Moscow Mitch. 
<laughs> Joe Scarborough called him Moscow Mitch 16 times Friday morning when I was watching Morning Show. Joe Scarborough was objecting to the very same thing that Washington Post columnist Dana Milbank was objecting to in his column entitled, Mitch McConnell is a Russian asset. Dana Milbank is not a left winger. Dana Milbank is not a partisan political columnist. Dana Milbank, who has now found his way into the congressional record through Mitch McConnell's complaining speech today, said that Mitch McConnell is a Russian asset because he is blocking legislation requiring presidential campaigns to report any offers of assistance from foreign governments to the FBI. Dana Milbank wrote this about Mitch McConnell. Presumably, he thinks whatever influence Russia exerts over U.S. elections will benefit him. He's up for re-election in 2020 and his party. So the lesson of the day is, do not dare call (laughs) Mitch McConnell a Russian asset or an American or Moscow Mitch, because if you do, he just might repeat some of your words into the congressional record where your words will live forever. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, it it, it is true, though. He's doing the bidding of Moscow. He he is a Russian asset. Emphasis on the ass. That's true. It's true true that he he is un-American because he hasn't done anything to help his people out with those poor bridges and and, and his state and stuff like that. He's got bridges that have collapsed and he has pulled, you know, he has not even dealt with those situations. I I think, I I agree with you again, Michelle. I think it's it's really more important to point out that uh, since Dana Milbank's op-ed to today, he has blocked at least three or four bills that were set up to um, make sure that we had election integrity. He has blocked them. Mm-hmm. Blocked yeah. them, period. End of report. And he actually turned around and said that they're um, partisan. Yeah. Well, I, it's, they shouldn't it's, be. Yeah. He should want fair elections. Well, why doesn't he? Because, because he's Moscow he knows Mitch, they're not right? going to be fair. And, he, well, and they're going to they're gonna help out his party. Well, yeah, I mean, basically, that's what's going on, is Republicans are saying, hey, if it's going to help us, shit, uh, it's going to help us. Take whatever we can get at this point. Look at the the dumb piece of shit game show host we have in there. You think he's doing us any favors? You know, Russia's more competent than him. We, We need all we can get. That's what they're doing. He's blocking all of it, and I find find it just stunning, amazing, and disgusting. And I'm going to give credit to I'm going to give credit to Joe Scarborough for saying Moscow Mitch, but I'm pretty sure because I didn't listen to the entire clip, but I'm pretty sure he didn't didn't bring up the fact that um, our security community went to Obama and mitch and said the russians are interfering and mitch said to obama if you say anything about this i'm gonna i'm gonna call you out on it and say that you're trying to throw the election oh y'all remember that yeah 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 uh i I don't know if this is uh sandy and derwood just put a a picture in the chat room four billboards currently up in kentucky i don't i i I, this isn't verified i'm seeing pictures 
But it says, um, one of them says, Russian mob money. Really, Mitch? Another one says, Putin's Mitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, one says, Moscow Mitch. And then another one is him and his wife. And it says, we're rich. How y'all doing? The last two I can see. <clears throat> I, can't, I can't see the first two. The last two I can see, it's from um, a political action group called Mad Dog Pack. Mm-hmm. And that's legit. They're up there. Okay. I, I you know, uh, again, it's the first time I'm seeing it, so um Wow. But no, that's they're great. up there. Follow follow Mad Dog Pack on Twitter and Claude Taylor. Well, let me just let me just uh, uh emphasize what a piece of shit this Republican-led Senate is. Um because not they Penny, let's not slander shit like that. Uh, um uh, uh these guys are just the most fucking ugly, racist, self-serving uh, scum buckets on the on the face of the earth at this moment in time, because of what McConnell's doing, saying you know, okay, okay, Putin, do do what you do, just make sure it benefits us, you know, um, and uh, and, and so then. We we have that on a grand scale of fuckery to fuck over our nation, and then we have the guy who is uh, who had the shit beat out of him by his neighbor, probably for a very justifiable reason. Uh, <laughs> Rand Paul, Mister Aquabuda himself. Oh, he's nice. Rand Paul. Uh, you know, okay, so Mitch McConnell is covering the, the the international fuckery aspect of it. Now Rand Paul's in with the racist pettiness in the Senate to help support Trump at this point. He was asked, uh, this was, uh, and I'm sorry, I did not actually go to Breitbart for this audio. It was on Mediaite. But of course, all the freaks, all the incels and, and, and storm fronters and and uh, Trump cultists and everybody over there probably just had the most massive, massive orgasm after Rand Paul made this statement about Ilhan Omar. Yeah. I'm so mad about this. Seriously. get is Somebody get me his neighbor's phone number. I, I'm, I'm going to start a GoFundMe to, to have him... Uh, um, um, you know, just put him in the hospital a little bit longer next time. No, 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 no. We can't do that. Now, 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 Kenny. Go for the throat. We can't, we can't sink to that level. His neighbor can. Who? His neighbor did it once. What's the second time? It's like riding a bike. It's like riding a bike. You never forget. I, I can't I can't I can't I, I cannot condone that sort of action. Sorry. Okay, all right, all right. Nope. I, I will worry, Kenny. Set up, set up a GoFundMe that you can pay for Don't his worry, Kenny. landscaping for life. I'm just I'm Don't gonna double Kenny. I uh, can't condone that. All right, well I'm gonna double buzz myself since Michelle is she is uh you know, uh I, I'm your host and she is my guest. Uh and I have a clip <laughs> for that actually. Uh <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Here it is. Here, here it is. This is this is good. Yeah. Since you are my guest and I am your host, what are your pleasures? What would no, you I, like to do? I think you'd like me to get double buzzed for that. <laughs> there you go. So that's that's the double buzz. 
I, I, I'd like I to take a chance to I'd like to take a chance to defend Rand Paul if I could because oh dear, it's not why? it's hold on I, I trust me on this one Rain, it's, a, okay? it's all Just set up me. it's all set up okay so it's not him that's that's doing the the you know the bidding of Putin it's the brain slug on his head that poses as his hairpiece not oh. a good enough excuse no no nope. um, I'm trying here. Nope, not a good enough. All right, all right. Let's hear what uh, Rand Paul said because he's willing to raise money for something or pay for something. Um, So, uh, again, that's why I brought up the idea of maybe sending his neighbor a check. Here we go. I'm in a town where we have a lot of people who are refugees who have come, some from Somalia, some from Bosnia. I've never heard one of them say that America's a terrible place or be a, a, unappreciative of our country. Most of them are thankful. Unappreciative! People who have come here from behind the Iron Curtain, that got yep. away from communism. They're some of the best Americans we have because they really appreciate how great our country is. And then I hear Representative Omar say, oh, America's a terrible place. I'd love to be justice. Never no said justice it. Here. It's like... Nope. Well, she came here and we fed her, we clothed her. You did? She got welfare, she got Bastard. school, she got health care. And then, low ball, she, she has the honor of actually winning uh, a seat in Congress. And she says we're a terrible country. I think that's about as ungrateful as you can get. And so, while I'm not saying we forcibly send her anywhere, I'm willing to contribute to buy her a ticket to go visit Somalia. And I think she could look and, and maybe learn a little bit about the disaster that is Somalia that has no capitalism, has no God-given rights guaranteed in a constitution and has about seven different tribes that have been fighting each other for the last 40 years and then maybe after she's visited Somalia for a while she might come back and appreciate America more. Oh my god. Oh, oh my oh my Oh my god. I have an idea. And I'm not kidding about this guys. How about Ms. Omar, our American representative, invite Rand Paul to visit Somalia with her. Can we send Rand on the on the uh, you know end of my foot? Maybe. No, I'm I'm serious about this because everything he just said was so fucking racist and bullshit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Everything. 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 She she well, escaped from that com- country as, as a child. And, and, yes. So, we right, fed her. If he wants her to go back, how about she say, "Yeah, I'll go back." How about I'll go back with you, Rand? We we fed her. We fed. Fuck yeah, we you. Fed her, you fucking white goddamn. Fuck you. Oh wow, he's really becoming his dad in his old age, isn't he? Uh, where where where's the Holocaust <laughs> denial newsletter next, Rand? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he but. Didn't- I, I actually, I actually, I, fa- I was looking for a clip suitable for this, and by the way, the best clip I had was from the one and only Adam Hebert. Have I mentioned just how much I hate this motherfucker? There, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, why does he come off saying we fed her? We just take your fucking patriarchy and shove it what up. Do your you mean penis. we kimosabi? Okay, here's the thing: is that Somalia is the libertarian wet dream. Uh, yeah. No functional go- no functional yeah. government, no taxation. That is what they want for America. And what is Again, again. What is what I are the Pauls? What are the Pauls? Libertarians at their core. Again. 
Rand Paul and Ron Paul are fucking insane libertarians. Again, I suggest that she accompany him back to Somalia. Yeah. Now that she's an American citizen. I would love to see her be like, come on, let's go. Yeah, and you know, and it, you know, since it's a libertarian oasis, and he might maybe he'll decide to stay. Ilhan Omar might go. Uh, Stop! Don't come back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. But uh, Michelle, he's, we'll give you the last. He's awesome. He, he's just. He's terrible. fuck. He's, he's fucking. Sorry, he, the, it, 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 he is an. Uh, if anybody ever had a doubt that uh, Rand Paul was a racist, here you go, folks. Uh, uh, all right, Michelle, let's give you the the last word on this before we go to the Green News Report. Um, I really don't have much to say. <laughs> no, it's okay. Did you ever have a doubt you know, that that Rand Paul was a racist? No, I never did. Um, I'm 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 pretty sure he looks out for one and only, and uh, that he's pretty um be- uh, set in his uh, opinions, and his opinions show them when he speaks like this. Um, as Adam said, uh, Somalia is a uh, libertarian paradise. You know, that's what all libertarian paradises will devolve into if mm-hmm. they decided to be implemented. Because if you don't have rules, you don't have a social structure, you don't have laws, and you don't have taxes, things devolve into chaos. Yeah, isn't there... And isn't that's what they want. Yeah, isn't there some some plan to build like a libertarian aisle out of milk crates and styrofoam coolers or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and then, you know, hey, they could just co-op Garbage Island and just build yeah, something over the top there of that. You go. Well, you know, Rand Paul's a you know he he he's a garbage person, so you know he could be mayor of of Garbageville. Um, and of course, and and the thing on his head, well, is an accurate representation of garbage as well. So and I feel bad. I feel bad for the thing on his head. Yeah, I feel bad for Rand Paul being mocked for for having bad hair. Um, it oh, just, you know, hey, Michelle, some of us, I don't, I feel bad. Hey, you know, you can't, sometimes genetics just gives the you The thing on his head is not a living thing. I feel well, ba- I, bad for I feel bad dead. for, I feel bad for his hair because of the symbiote that's attached to it. Yeah, you know, it, it, it might be starving to death. Yeah, you know, but I don't, I don't, don't want to do that. You know, his, his hair. Yeah, he's got crappy hair. If it, if it feeds so, on decency and brain cells, it certainly is starving to death. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead and run to the green news report, everybody. Oh, I can't wait to hear this one. Apparently, fucking Frank Luntz has had a change of oh. heart on climate change. Everybody, I read this headline for for uh, today's. Yeah, and uh, I think I actually have a clip. From that Penn and Teller show about him, um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, here it is. Uh, there was a Penn and Teller show about Frank Luntz, and they had a a little thing they said about him on there, and it was this. Fuck you, Frank. Yeah, fuck you, Frank. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, break time. Sorry, but yeah, there's a Penn and Teller sh- bullshit show. I think is what the name of it was that they focused on Frank Penn Luntz. Bullshit. Yeah. So uh, interesting show. But anyway. Um, uh, I've got a birthday banner next segment. Okay, well, that's for next segment. We'll be right back after the Green News Report. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com 
It's Tuesday, July 30, 2019. This is a major victory uh, for California relative to its ongoing feuds with the Trump administration. California wins, Trump loses as U.S. automakers make deal on fuel-efficient cars. Two networks to host climate change forums for 2020 presidential candidates. Study finds just talking about climate change makes a difference. Plus, it is happening. I will tell you as someone who challenged climate change 19 years ago. Republican pollster Frank Luntz has a change of heart on the climate crisis. All of those changes of heart, too late or otherwise, straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. So the Mueller's hearing Mm -hmm. came to an end. And after it was over, Trump exploded on Twitter... Truth is a force of nature. (laughs) Yes. So is global warming, and you deny them both. Oh. (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we had some good news from the U.S. automakers late last week, but now Donald Trump says... He's going to do what he's going to do anyway. Exactly. The Trump administration is still plowing ahead with its massive regulatory rollback to freeze auto mileage and emission standards in place and not improve them under Obama-era standards. That despite four major automakers striking a secret deal with California to make more fuel-efficient cars. Ford, Honda, Volkswagen, and BMW are circumventing the Trump administration's efforts to weaken mileage and emission standards. The deal with California means the four automakers, who represent about a third of the U.S. car market, will produce fleets that average nearly 51 miles per gallon by 2026. In an interview with NBC Sacramento, California air quality regulator Mary Nichols said that the car makers are keeping up with global industry trends. These companies are are already looking towards putting in more efficient vehicles. They're all working on more electric models. Now, despite the rest of the world car market moving away from gas-powered cars to electric vehicles, the Trump administration says that it still plans to roll back those improvements in mileage and emission standards. The administration also still intends to try to revoke California's long-standing authority to set its own mileage and pollution rules under the Clean Air Act. So the automakers are happy with the higher fuel efficiency standards. California and, frankly, Americans are happy to have more fuel efficient cars. Only the Trump administration is against it. Who the hell is he working for? Oh, he's working on behalf of the oil industry, which requested the big rollback because they lose money whenever consumers buy less gas. Meanwhile, speaking about climate change makes a real difference, literally. A new study by Yale University has found that simply talking about climate change helps lead people to greater acceptance of climate science, that just discussing the issue with your friends and family leads them to learn more facts about the climate crisis, which in turn leads to greater understanding and concern about the issue. Well, then your friends and family must really be concerned about climate change, Des. Either that or they're sick of it. 
it. Well, yeah, and I've met some of the folks in your family. (laughs) With that in mind, it's kind of a big deal that Frank Luntz, the Republican pollster whose advice helped Republicans turn climate change into a partisan battlefield and helped them effectively mislead the public to delay climate action for years, has had a change of heart after he was forced to evacuate from his Los Angeles home in a wildfire in 2017. Funny how having your life threatened suddenly makes you realize you were wrong about climate change. Yes. In a hearing of the Senate Special Committee on the Climate Crisis, hosted last week by Hawaii's Democratic Senator Brian Schatz, Luntz offered to help Democrats communicate about climate change consequences in a nonpartisan way to attract Republicans. It is happening. I will tell you, as someone who challenged climate change 19 years ago, which is when the media uses the language against me. That work was done in 2000, 2001, and 2002. That was a lifetime ago. I've changed, and I will help you with messaging if you wish to have it. Yeah, well, that's all well and good that it was 19 years ago, but it was about 30 or 40 or 50 years ago that scientists were warning about the thing that you now finally admit is real now that it almost burned down your house. And finally, some good news. In the absence of the Democratic National Committee hosting a climate change-focused debate with 2020 Democratic presidential candidates, CNN and MSNBC have stepped in, announcing they will host town hall forums with the candidates focused on climate change. CNN will go on September 4th and MSNBC on September 20th and 21st to coincide with Climate Week in New York City and the U.N. General Assembly. Well, that is good news, sort of. It would certainly get a lot more attention if it was done as an actual debate rather than one of these town hall forums that very few people tune in to watch. True. But we'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, the times are I am Miles Lagon, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I, oh, I do talk honky. I think <laughs> I forgot to, to play a honky drop clip. Uh, I smell it! There we go. That's recycled from my last show. Uh, And, of course, oh, Danielle Stella. 
Uh, her, uh, it's it's so terrible. She has a very rare condition that her PTSD kicks in every time she's at a self checkout. Terrible. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, welcome back, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp, and of course, also the home of things that are very nice, like homebrewed beer and actual real patriotism and national monuments and things like that hello hello my friends hello howdy and you know now what? the humidity huh? is really kind of nice here in dc because that orange swamp monster is gone oh yeah that's nice so uh and now and now before i and yeah this yeah he's a he's a piece of shit uh, but, uh, but now we're going to do, uh, because Joe is off and Joe usually does name calling right now, we're going to have to play a little game called, uh, beyond Thunderdome right here. Can't we get beyond Thunderdome? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it's a, a one man and one woman enter one person leaves, uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, because we got to figure out who's going to do name calling tonight. So I'll tell you Not what, it. huh? <laughs> Not it. Oh, uh, I was going to say, guess a number between one and 10 and, uh, whoever's closest. You don't want to do name calling Michelle? No, I, I, I would prefer not. No. Well, then never mind. How, how come? I guess we've gotten beyond Thunderdome. Can't we get beyond yeah. Thunderdome? Yeah. Because I'm a wimp. No, I... You are not... No, 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 no. <laughs> I got... I got this. Yeah, you let Adam do it. He, he, he right. has the... The timber, the the machismo. He, there we go. <laughs> Michelle, the girls, the girls, Michelle, the leather, you the need to, you need to, you need to lady up, girl. I do lady up. I'm here, aren't I? And Miles is suffering in bed with a kidney stone. So, Ow. so <laughs> stop uh, crying, woman up. Is what go go uh, go go would say. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I just I'd rather. Right. I'm just well. Up. No problem. And of course, welcome back to Michelle Lagan, uh, the Rogue DM. Check her out at Rogue DM on Twitter, and uh, of course, uh, um, you all uh, know and love her from Mike Check Radio as well. So, yes. and yeah, we are going to yeah. do our horror palooza. And the greatest this living DM, the greatest and living DM. Also, very emotional right now because I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I've been really sobbing about this racism and and. This this crap has been going on lately. So yeah, I, well, we're, we're I would be... not I would not do justice to name calling. That's okay. That's okay. Um, do you want to call them racist names? No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> just no. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Now racy names, maybe. Oh well, racy <laughs> names. Oh, see, now I want you to call the names. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You can have Adam do the name calling, and then you can give them a racy name if you think of it after they say it. How about that? I kind of love uh, that. Okay, I'll try. All right. Yes, all right. we'll double so, team this. All I right. This. Very good. And, of course, Adam Hebert, Mike Check Radio, the captain of the ship every Sunday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly, where Horror Palooza is coming your way. Very excited about this. John Arthur Kendall will be there. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, he, Michelle and myself, and of course you and miles, uh, maybe to a slightly lesser degree are going to really, uh, talk up the horror genre and, uh, you don't oh, want to miss this. Blast. Blast. 
Yeah. I've got some anime and video games to toss in. There we go. Oh, there are there some out there out there. Yep. Ooh, I might have to do an old school arcade horror game, uh, revisit it's something I talked about before. Um, cool. So anyway, all right. Well, uh, Adam Hebert, uh, it is time to do uh, uh, name calling. Would you? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be bad. <laughs> it's gonna uh, be awesome. Okay. Everything here. is awesome. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, well, here, here, here's your, here's your sorely out of date, uh, old jingle, uh, to set things up. One Adam twelve no one Lincoln X Ray Ida four eight three. One Adam twelve oh four fifteen fight group with chains and knives. Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio live from seven to ten p.m. Eastern every Saturday. No, nope. MikeCheckRadioShow.com and Liberal Justice nope. Radio. <laughs> is that worldwide, sir? Yes, it's worldwide. Worldwide. Of course. That's neat. It's cool. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. All right, and we and we have a lot of biscuits in this channel, including one devastatingly handsome Adam Hebert. And his sexy fig leaf. <laughs> oh, see? <Get laughs> biblical. Bob Bobber in DC, who I'm I, I, I'm feeling good about making it next year, Rain. I'm feeling really good. Good. And it's Kegs of Thunder. See? Kegs of Thunder. <laughs> That's a new movie. There we go. That Kegs of Kegs of Thunder. The Bobber and DC story. Boom. Okay. We've got uh, Heather. Um, Jay Collie. Yeah. Huh? Oh, oh, I went too fast. I'm sorry. No, I, I couldn't think of anything. Um, I couldn't think of anything for Heather. How about Heather? Heather will tickle. Heather. Heather will tickle her. We'll tickle her with. We'll tickle her with a feather. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna go with the horror of truth, but Heather, you can tickle her with the feather. All right, Adam. All right. Next up, we got Jay Collie. Oh, what a sweet, sweet puppy. See. No doggy style in Cat. there. <laughs> no, that's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Cat in Columbus. She can be my elf anytime. <laughs> uh, here's someone I've never heard of before. Ken Nee Peak? I, I, I don't know. Hey, he's the metal maestro. He can tickle the fingers anytime. Oh. <laughs> do a little, uh... Lost, little I'll, do a little, I'll do a little fingering on the fretboard. <laughs> We've also got Ken Sr., and he he is the he is the dad of the metal maestro. So who knows what fancies he has? Hi, Dad. You got this. <laughs> I can't contribute to that. That would be inappropriate. <laughs> yes, living on um living on um God damn it, living on Long Island as opposed to living in Deep Thirteen. Living, he really does know how to live. Oh, living, here we are. Living on a prayer. Oh, I was going to say, it's not greatest. just the island that's long. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, fin- uh, not finally, but next up, we've got the greatest living DM, Michelle, in South Florida. 
Yeah, she's not very hot stuff. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> nonsense. Stuff and nonsense. Move I've here. got a brand new pair of roller skates. Michelle's got a brand new key. There we go. Adam? Uh, oh, oh, right, right. Sorry. Uh, what was it? Uh, president? No, we're missing Moon. I Ooh. said Moon. I said Moon. It got, it got it, well. Hey, I, okay. I didn't hear it. Yeah. I'll, I'll go back. I'll backtrack. Uh, moon Mare. Who knows all the things that are done under the moon. Oh, now see. In the name of the moon, she will punish us. Quality. See, Moon Mare, moon Mare needs a, a jingle from, um, um, anyway, move on. I'll talk to you all <laughs> that in the, turn up, in the chat. Got, we've I mean, got President. The Prez of the Biz. Oh. We've got the uh, rain in DC again. You better prepare those pups because I'm gonna play the hell out of fetch with them next year. Okay, I'm I'm ready for it. And we all know how it feels to enjoy the rain. Oh, yes. Ooh, stop the rain. <laughs> Love rain on me. There it is. See. <laughs> all right. And finally, Blame last it but on the rain. <laughs> last but definitely, definitely, God damn it, definitely not least, Trojan Rabbit. Abbott, Abbott, Abbott. And we all know what was named after him. What? What? <laughs> the uh, the people's front of Judea. <laughs> oh, there it is! All right, well, I, was, I was trying to be sexy. I was doing the Trojan bit. So, oh, oh, yeah, Magnum, yep. Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> well, in honor of Trojan Rabbit and me just trying to play Monty Python clips, since he's always the the last name on the list. Here's the People's Front of Judea, everyone. Are you the Judean People's Front? Fuck off! <laughs> what? Judean People's Front. Well, the people's front of Judea. <laughs> Judean people's front. Come, <laughs> wankers. Can I join your group? Now, nah, piss off. I didn't want to sell this stuff. It's only a job. I hate the Romans as much as anybody. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, dead sure. I hate the Romans already. Listen, if you wanted to join the PFJ, you'd have to really hate <laughs> the Romans. I do. Oh, yeah, how much? A lot. <laughs> right, you're in. <laughs> the only people we hate that. more than the Romans are the fucking Judean people's front. Yeah, yeah. Let's and fucking the Judean popular people's front. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Split, yeah. Split, split, and the people's split. front of Judea. Yeah. Splitters! Yeah. The people's front of Judea. Splitters! We're the people's front of Judea. Oh, I thought we were the popular front. People's front! Whatever happened to the pop in the front? Man? He's over there. Splitter! Splitter! <laughs> oh, poor Tim Carmel got bumped from name calling. <laughs> oh, no! So, well, well, he wasn't in there! 
He, he wasn't he, in there. He wasn't uh, his, earlier. He though. got a flash update spam page. He said so. <laughs> oh. No, it, no, no, no. Right, it's right. not your well, fault. Well, let, I'm, nobody's blaming you, Adam. Calm your, yeah. calm your, calm your nuts. It's all good. Shall I so, just say? My nuts are always calm. Shall I just say that Tim Carmel's laugh makes people tingle? Oh, it certainly does. That's why it's in my yes. box at all times. <laughs> oh, and so. a great place for it to be. <laughs> so, and that you know what that is? And that's one to grow on. <laughs> and I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower. So, yes. <laughs> oh, look at that. We we got a little dirty in that segment. That's fun. I like that, Michelle. Good job, Adam. A great job. So, uh, to both of you, that's excellent. Uh, so uh, we have time for at least one phone call tonight, 330-536-1466. Again, the number to call is 330-536-1466. I'll put that number in the chat. When we get to birthday boners, I haven't seen any from the chat room, but Adam, you said you had one. Oh, yes, a very very special birthday boner um, uh, because uh, yesterday was my mother's birthday. Ooh. Ah. Oh. Well, I think we can make that even a little more special uh, than our than our standard one um, because you know I, I I like to you know when it when it's when it's a big production uh, we we like to uh, double up on on these so here we go so and um, so Mrs. Hebert happy birthday John Boehner has a special are we allowed to say you. Mama Hebert yeah Mama sure. Hebert's good. I've, I've often said hi, mom, when she's, yeah, so, yeah, I can feel it. So, Mama Hebert. So, Mama Hebert, happy birthday. John Boehner has a special Howdy Doody themed song for you. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Thank you, thank you all dear friends for coming to my birthday. Oh, and shit. Happy birthday, Joe. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot. Because I, I sent him I sent him, uh, I sent him, a message wishing him a happy birthday. I can't believe I, uh, this afternoon while I was at work. So I can't believe I forgot that. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm just going to do the same thing, but slightly differently uh, for Joe on his birthday. I'm going to do it live since nobody's called yet. I'll stop doing this do when somebody... I'll I'll, uh, I'll stop doing this when somebody calls. I found my field. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, no. Milkshake. What a fun second time for you. I drink it up. Oh, what? Is your favorite color? Blue. Milkshake. Aspersions on my asparagus. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness. The best has three pillars. Latte! 
came true. You know, excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. Stormy Daniels, let's do it on Melania's birthday. So happy birthday to Melania. Well, 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 said baby Jessica while having a nightmare. They were taking specimens of male semen and they were putting it in the blends of their their latte. We'll see. Rabbit, rabbit, you. I'll It is timely, quantifiable, and for a time. You know what that means? No. All right, Trojan Rabbit called in, saved everybody from that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Love you, Trojan Rabbit. Hey, Paul, how's it going, buddy? Oh, I'm doing just fine. The uh, last day of a heat wave. Yeah. That's uh, normal summertime crap. But, uh, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't take that anymore. I, I just had to had to say stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank now, you see, okay, if now I'm calling... you want to know how to violate the Geneva Conventions, you Thank just you. heard that. Yeah, yeah. And and now I'm going to call bullshit because Moon Mare is like, I worked in radio. You can't st- scare me with sound effects. She's one of the people who leaves when I do Little Jeff. <laughs> I'm pointing I'm pointing at your name with my finger. I'm kind of with you there. Come on, so. <laughs> but Paul, how Thank are you, you brother? How, how are you? How's Ann? Uh, how's things? Oh, Ann's doing well. I think, Excellent. Uh, her and the kitty are, you know, having their having their nap. Excellent. Uh, Meow. Yeah, it's just been. Uh, I'm having so much fun at work. I mean, the are you coming down equipment. to Columbia, Maryland? <laughs> a piece of test equipment that's absolutely essential to my job went belly up and of course it's uh we're trying to figure out if i can get a loaner and uh yeah somebody somebody sort of um joked you know if uh you know how are they going to ship that thing to uh to maryland that's where the uh repair depot is i said hell i'll drive that thing down there if i have to because I can't do anything, anyways. Yeah. So uh, I've been uh, I've been tossing uh, any any place I see uh, Moscow Mitch mentioned. I just uh, you know send Moscow Mitch McTreason, and I've been really going after uh, the uh, the turtle t- the, the turtle today on Twitter. I guess and I guess he's been getting a little bit. Uh, well, you so he's been getting upset, and he's I a little hear rankled. he's been getting people thrown off Twitter. You know, 
I, I, you know what? I did see that he's been blocking people who call him Moscow Mitch. Well, I've been calling him Moscow Mitch an awful lot. Wow. You know, my response, if if I got blocked by him, I would have to ask the question. Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? You know, so. And I'm I'm getting quite a collection of of Moscow Mitch memes. I mean, they've been really... uh, proliferating on the on the intertubes. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw earlier today that Eric Holder called him Moscow Mitch. Oh, now that's I really don't funny. want to hear anything from, from Eric Holder. I really don't. What about Why? his Adam's uh, apple? Would you like Why? to hear something from his Adam's um, apple? Oh, am I, am I, are we going to have a disagreement again? I think we are. Oh, no. I'm, oh, I'm thinking oh, of, I was thinking of the wrong person. Well, uh, I mean, who am I uh, thinking of? What happened with all of the uh, the fraudsters on Wall Street? You know, okay. they should have been they should have been prosecuted and tossed in the slammer. What happened? Right. Okay. Zero. Okay. You see, okay. here is here is me and Rabbit having our discussion. Well, yeah, and this is also both of you guys going into uh, uh, over the top of the hour uh, almost. But um, he called him Moscow Mitch. Can't you give him credit for that? I'm giving him. Yeah. Well. Let's put it this way. I, I won't say anything. Okay. As opposed to saying, you know, I don't, you know, I won't say anything. Oh, I'll I tell just, you what. Do not. He's going to sick the new Black Panther. It, it, he's going like, to He's going to sick all like two. my opinion of, uh, of Morning Joe. He's going to sick all two members him. of the new Black Panther party on you if you don't watch it. Uh, no, this is something. Honestly, Kenny, this is something that uh, that Rabbit and I have gone through. We've gone through these kind of discussions for yeah. probably about ten years now. And that's that's fine. Yeah, um, we we just agreed to, to disagree. That's know? true. But he calls him so, Moscow. He did call him Moscow. Mitch, person, you're you're you you forgive and forget, and I just <laughs> don't have that. I don't have that quality. Well, uh, yeah, so you're just like... uh, I don't think so! And that's fine. Uh, But anyway, Paul, we gotta let you go, but thank you for calling, and uh, you have been doing some audio programming on Paul's Memory Bank of Old Time Radio. Uh, Did you want to share share a little bit about that? Sure, because I picked three shows that don't get put in the rotation. I do uh, My Favorite Husband, which everybody probably knows by now, is the radio precursor to I Love Lucy. Yeah. Um, it's a different oh. uh, different family premise, but it's the same writing staff. And many of those shows found themselves to TV in some way, shape, or form. Cool. I'm also doing uh, Stan Freeberg's radio show. He had like a 13-week run, and unfortunately he didn't want to accept any money from tobacco companies, so he couldn't find a sponsor and the show just died of, you know, untimely wow. death. And then I'm doing, uh, I'm doing Superman. Nice. And I'm trying to do like one, one um, block story a night. So it might be a three-parter. It might yeah. be a four-parter. Oh, that's but, great. Uh, we find that- the one I played last night was when Lois Lane was finally the first time she was saved by Superman. And now she's starting to figure more prominently in the uh, 
in the storyline. Very cool, very cool. And I believe the character of Jimmy Olsen originated on the Superman radio show and then migrated to comics, much like how Harley Quinn originated on the Batman animated series and migrated to the comic books. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much how, how far I went uh, before, you know, he shows up. But mm-hmm. uh, I have plenty of material to uh, keep me going. My uh, other uh, chat group is uh, is also appreciative of the uh, of me playing the show. So it looks like uh, you got a hit. I have found my I found my field. <laughs> oh no! All right. Uh, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Paul, uh, have a great night. We got to cut you loose, uh, and then we're going to come back and uh, start wrapping this up in hour three. Night, night, Paul. Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night, Paul. Good night, Rabbit. Right. I love night. you. And I love Talk Ann. To you soon. And, too. and love, love you I love Jocelyn we, with we you. We all love you. We all love yeah. you. And give Ann our best and your kitties. So see you later. Will, too. Good night, all. Meow, meow. All right, uh, on that note, it is break time. Let's go ahead and uh, rock it like we mean it. Are you guys down with me to say, I think we need to hit this break like we've never hit a break before? What do you say? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm good with it. All right. Rock it, you turkey. I think we can do this. I think this will be the best break we've ever had on this show. I oh. guarantee it, or your money back. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Hey, weirdos. <laughs> Bring a theme to a night of terror. <laughs> Until the dead of night. And from behind the tombstone, maybe you. And now, on with the show. Can't we get beyond Thunderdome? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on this uh, July 30th, 2019, on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide Radio for Humans and Stuff. And uh, and I, I, I think that was probably the best break we've ever had on this show. I'm not sure. We'll try and outdo it on Friday. We'll see. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain, my sister from another mister from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to you. Hello. Hello. 
Howdy. I just want to say something quick. It, it came up in the chat, and I just want to talk about the Never Trumpers real quick. I yep. love the Never Trumpers. I do listen to them. I read what they say on the Twitter machine and other places, but I really do feel like, you know what? Maybe you guys should stop telling our party about how we should do things and start telling their own party about how <laughs> to fix their own shit. <laughs> yeah. Or say, you know, maybe if somebody doesn't match our ideals, we should never let them uh, steal our entire party in the nomination. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. I mean, I I do appreciate Never Trumpers. I really do. But don't don't turn around and say, "Here's what the Democrats should do." Yeah. Well, fix. fix, They're looking at us to be their saviors. Go go there and pick up the poop that's sitting there. It's all white. It's dog poop. It's all white. Sitting in the back. Sitting in the sun. Sitting in the sun. Got all moldy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that delightful mental image. Sure. Why not? It's true. It's It's true. true It's it's apt. That poop has been sitting back there since the Reagan years. It's like poop jerky. Y'all need to clean that up. Poop jerky. So. And y'all, 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 mfers need sarin ray. Yeah. There we go. And, uh, but no, you, you're very right. It's like, fix your own shit. Shut the fuck up. Fix yeah. your own shit. Um, don't look at us to save your asses because you yeah, handed your, you handed your asses over to a fucking racist <laughs> game show host and you want us to bail you out. Okay, cool story. You know? Yeah, they a, want us to bail them out. They're sitting there literally, literally on Twitter and other social media places telling us exactly what you know, all of our candidates should be doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, and we, stop, and, and stop. To, you, to have, that, you have white poop to in that, the back of your den. To that I say... Oh, shut, up! <laughs> shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! Because we really don't care. We really don't fucking care. And, of course, joining us, uh, thank you, uh, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, on loan from Mike Check Radio, heard here every Sunday from seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Michelle, how excited are you for Horror Palooza or the Horror Athon or um, Horror Rama? What are we going to call it? Do we have an official name yet? I think I think Adam and and John came up with Horror Palooza. Okay, so. Um. I, I am looking forward to it, and and I and I would also like to reiterate, in the words of my husband, we're doing the best with what we have to work with. True, and that also includes what we have to work with. Adam Hebert, the host of Mike Check Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, can't let me can't let me develop an ego, huh? Nope, nope, nope. We'll deflate it at every corner. Uh, welcome back, Adam, and thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it, brother. Uh, for hanging out, hanging out with us uh, for the the back half of the program tonight, and um, uh, yeah, so I want to I want to shift gears a little bit, and uh, I, I got a little bit more audio on another story, and uh, this one. Uh, so, the Department of uh, uh, national intelligence the dni did i get that right dni is that what dni stands for department of national intelligence yes um trump has a pick he has a pick not Uh, a kenny pick ratatouille yeah he basically has a a bobblehead boot licking loyalist he's decided to uh place in there and that's representative john ratcliffe republican from texas 
Well, Anderson Cooper had Ralph Peters on his program last night, and um, Ralph Peters did not hold back on his thoughts. <laughs> and uh, I would like to play you clip one. So here we go. The president went public with the job change in a tweet on Sunday. I want to get some perspective now from retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Ralph Peters, who's a strategic analyst um, and also author of the book Darkness at Charlottesville. Colonel Peters, thanks so much for being with us. As someone who's worked in the intelligence world for more than two decades, I'm wondering what your reaction is to this nomination. Certainly loyalty to the president appears to be one of the most, if not the most, qualification, important qualification. Well, the fundamental problem seems to be that we have a president who refuses to accept empirical reality, whether it's presented to him before his eyes or through an intelligence briefing. And we have a president who, in the intelligence briefings he does get, I can tell you that our intelligence personnel have had to reduce extremely complex issues to one page of bullet points, and the president's mind still wanders off that one page. So you've got a guy who's not interested in intelligence. He really just somehow believes that he can make it up as he goes. And yes, he wants sycophants. He wants yes-men. He doesn't want to be challenged. And he has found, it appears to me, um, the perfect sycophant. Someone who is utterly unqualified, utterly, profoundly unqualified to be the director of national intelligence. And Anderson... I heard somebody on CNN earlier actually saying, well, you know, you can learn on the job. No, you can't. It's like learning to be a brain surgeon on the job, except that intelligence work is much, much tougher. It takes, oh, you can learn on the job if you've got 20 years or 30 years, but you've got to understand everything from human, from the, from the agents who are out there risking their lives up to the satellites, the technology, the analysis. You have to have a deep background in world affairs. Profound. You, you can't just Wikipedia, you know, go to Wikipedia for the problems. And so again, this candidate, uh, the, the, the wonderfully named Congressman Ratcliffe, uh, <laughs> that's a screenwriter's dream, um, he, he, ah. he just he shouldn't be anywhere near the office of the Director of National Intelligence. Think of the people we've had in those years. Yeah. Jim Clapper, people like that, who know what they're doing and gave their lives to intelligence. And you're going to put a monkey in there? Oh, whoa! <laughs> uh, we we've played the the uh, the Rex Kwando clip a few times tonight. Okay, now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Yeah. Um. W- seriously, we might as well throw a monkey in there. As long as as long as it nods its head when Trump says something ignorant or or racist or uh or if it shakes its head. It, you know, if you oh, is Trump a traitor? Is he a, uh, is he Putin's puppet? No, no, he's not. Put him in, put him in the job. That's kind of the problem. Uh, yeah, so that's exactly the problem. This guy Radcliffe is just another one of Trump's puppets. Mm-hmm. Another one, My- seriously, just another puppet who's going to just give Trump. Nothing important except for what he wants to hear, and we are in we are in deep doo doo as a country. My my understanding is is that it's a statutory no requirement that that this Sorry. position be fill you know have someone who has some credentials in national security, and therefore, from my understanding, this appointment will be challenged in court. 
So far, I've, I've heard that too. I mean, I think that Richard Shelby is also kind of squishy on this. But, you know, Adam, I don't know, man. I don't... This guy doesn't have any intelligence experience. He, he actually, doesn't have any intelligence. Well, okay. He does have intelligence. I get, I get the joke, but he doesn't have intelligence experience. I mean, he he went on. He, he he's on record saying that he um, tried terrorism suspects, and NBC mm-hmm. came out and said, "No, none of that's true." He is uniquely unqualified for this position. Oh, he absolutely is. That really is a problem for me. I mean, you know, that clip that you just played was really interesting. I hadn't heard it until tonight. But this guy, it doesn't have intelligence experience. He doesn't have the experience on understanding how to read intelligence because, you know, the, 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 the bigger part of it is that the DNI director, from everything that I understand, he gets, he gets kind of raw intelligence. And so he's yeah. the guy who curates it. He curates it and he figures, you know, this is something that's important, this isn't, and, and he, he curates it. And sure. then he presents it to the president. He could just learn on the job. He could just learn on the job, though. Well, no, no, no. (laughs) Sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm really bothered by this. I'm really bothered by this entire situation because Ratcliffe is already on record as lying about the fact that he tried to he tried terrorism suspects, which means our possible director of national intelligence is a liar oh yeah if that's the case how are we supposed to believe that he's going to curate our raw intelligence and send it to the president and he's just going to he might as well just draw cartoon books for the president sure yeah a little children's books butcher paper yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On butcher Adam, paper. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think. I, I think you're right. Um. I do have another clip, but um. Uh. Adam, would you like to chime in on this before I get to the next one, and Michelle as well? But Adam, do you have anything I to mean, say? I uh, mean, I mean, Colonel Peters call, is right. And like, I, I mean, uh, the thing is that this is putting lives at risk. Remember the last time we had a president who didn't give a shit about intelligence, we had 9-11. Yeah. And Mr. oddly Mr. enough, Mr. It, you know, it was a Republican. Get out of town. Yeah. Because remember, he's like, well, you cover, you know, he was like, uh, I, you know, everyone's telling him, sir, there's this intelligence about a possible terrorist. Right. Uh, nah, I'm going to go on vacation. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was actually Condoleezza Rice who said it could be a mushroom cloud. Sure. You're, and you're you're on point, Adam. You're totally on point. Oh, and remember what had happened? You just kept written, reading my pet donkey or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, it was a goat. My pet my, goat. Well, whatever. It was, it was a goat. But no, you guys are both right. He he did not pay attention to the DNI at the time. And and Cheney was more than happy about that, by the way. Oh yeah, in his man-sized safe. 
Yeah. I'm really happy you brought that up, though, Adam, because that's true. You know, I mean, I've been in I've been in a place where it's like, oh, I kind of miss Bush. But you brought it up, and and Bush was the one who ignored all of the fucking intelligence that warned us. I mean, there was I I, I can't remember his name. I read the book. I read different. Anyway, I read the I read a book, but you know, it was like this entire book was like they're going to attack us. Yeah. And they did. They did. They certainly and, did. And he, he ignored it. He ignored it. All right, Michelle, uh, did you want to chime in before I uh, get to the next clip here? Ralph the Peters? Only thing, yeah, the only, the only thing I want to um, reiterate is um, Trump has put people who are not fit to be in cabinet positions before. Oh. However, putting somebody who is unfit and no has no experience in an intelligence-sensitive position is beyond incompetent. It's yes. beyond nepotism. It's beyond kowtowing to your cronies. It is criminal and it is going to hurt us all. Well, now hold on a second because if I, I've never worked a fast food job as we learned last Friday on the show, but if I was, if I got a fast food job, I would have a basic idea of how to make french fries but I could learn on the job as exactly how it went. And it's pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Deep, deep, yeah. deep, uh, ugly uh, sarcasm uh, there. Deep, ugly yeah, sarcasm. I know, I know it was sarcasm. So. But this, this sort of thing makes me scared. No, I, I, it doesn't make me scared. It makes me angry. Yeah. And I don't get angry very often, but... This is incompetence. This is this is beyond. This is beyond. This is wanting our system of government to fail. Yeah, our, exactly. The process is in there, and exactly. I, you know, when, when you put Carson in, in HUD, Carson was unfit for that job. When he put DeVos in there, she's unfit for that job. This guy is unfit in a very, in very delicate area that's Hold even on. more. Yeah, I got. I got. I got to stand up it's for. It's tragic. It's more important than those those other places. I'm sorry. Right. This is yeah, national that's, that's security. This, this, this is horrifying. This is scary. This is. This is. This is what happened. This is what. This is. It's. I don't want to use the f word, the fascism word, but this is. You know, he's. It, it, I'm beyond words at this point. I can't say anything more. Uh, I just got to say, I got to say, Ben Carson, Ben Carson, the, the, you know, head of HUD, HUD, Housing and Urban Development, he knows all about REOs, and that's all that matters. And REO. (laughs) Bullshit. Heard it from a friend, too. Heard it from a friend, too. Oh, God. Heard it from another, you've been messing around. I spent too many years in banking to listen to that fool. Oh, <laughs> wrong REO, right? No, no but yeah. Michelle, Michelle is really on point. It, she, this, yeah, absolutely. You nailed it. This, this is really dangerous. It's really dangerous because she doesn't want to use the fascism word. And I don't mm-hmm. like to use the fascism word. But I'm telling you, man, if you're going to put in somebody at, at DNI 
who is only going to give the person who occupies the White House just the information that they want, we're in a really bad place as a, as a, a, a Republican democracy. We're I in agree. a bad place. I concur. So, uh, all right. I, I am I am as well. Um and I'm sorry, sorry for all the for, I'm No, no, I'm I'm sorry for all the jokester bullshit I did there. No, uh, no, it's not your fault. I just I, I as I said, it's I'm my fault. Also words and I apologize for not being able to speak anymore. This all right. is oh I'm at a frustration. Hold on. I apologize yeah. or say it's your Hold fault. on. Seriously, everybody, right now I want to do this as a group exercise on the count of 3. Let's all say we're sorry and then move on. One, two, three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why didn't you guys? I mean, there must be a delay. (laughs) No, I I was muted. I'm kidding. I was. I I don't think anybody needs. I know. I'm being silly. Sorry. I'm also being silly right there. I'm totally (laughs) kidding. So anyway, uh, Ralph Peters with Anderson Cooper, part two on, uh, and I disagree with him a little bit on his analysis of uh, Obama, but Ralph Peters had his own idea about uh, President Obama when he, uh, and and, you know, uh, we all had a laugh at Mitt Romney's expense when he uh, talked about Russia in the debates back in the day, Uh, but uh, they really didn't ramp things up till well after those debates to be fair so here we go you've been critical of of previous presidents and their decisions based on on intelligence that they've received but in this president you say this is approaching a very dangerous bottom can you explain that because there's some people say well he you know this is a guy who may be able to have the president's ear uh because clearly the president believes he's very loyal his performance during the Mueller hearings he didn't even ask Mueller really a question he just uh you know gave a speech for several minutes which was clearly something uh, that earned him the favor of President Trump. You, know, you hit a key point here, that he has the president's ear. And the director of national intelligence, he, it's not an empty job. That man is the gate, or woman, it should one day be a woman, that person mm. is the gatekeeper who decides what intelligence goes to the president. Incredibly, incredibly dangerous. If the man who decides what intelligence goes to the president is afraid of angering the president. Uh, DNI um, has to have courage. And what we saw in the, the hearings with, uh, with Miller was someone who was solely interested in advancing himself. And yes, I have been pre- critis- critical of previous presidents, but there's a difference. Previous presidents, Clinton, um, Bush, the younger Bush, Obama, repeatedly ignored intelligence. And, and often for political purposes. But they never rejected reality. And, you know, and to be fair, yes, Obama had his love affair with Vladimir Putin. And we remember him making fun what? of Mitt Romney for saying the Russians were our enemies. But nonetheless, at some level, all previous presidents have accepted that while they might not like the intelligence, they might not want to act on it, they haven't shown disrespect to the community. They haven't attacked the intelligence community as virtual traitors. And President Trump seems to equate anyone who disagrees with him as being betraying the United States. He's, this, this man is, a, at the very least, a sociopath and extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous with his affection for outright villains, for dictators, for murderers. How could one be more worried? 
Okay, now watch this. I'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so it's like an amen with a Rex Kwon Do thrown in. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Ralph Peters nailed it on all fronts there. Except when he decided to go after Obama. Yeah, yeah, that was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. I mean, but you know, but at least he redeemed himself a little bit in the end saying, "Okay, I might have been worried before, but you know, everything is on constantly on fire now." Yeah, and and I I do agree with him when he said, you know, we've got It's like he was saying, "I I I think I might have accidentally left the iron on at home." about Obama and now everything it's like oh is that is that a, a nuclear fire let's dump some gasoline on it yeah I mean the bottom line and this is really important to me and 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 very terrifying to me is that Donald Trump is putting people into different positions like Barr Barr's yeah. a good example and now and now whoever ends, ends up becoming the DNI and look at Bolton they're all people who just, they, they're they just yes-men to mm-hmm. Trump. That's all they are is yes-men. And how they many just, are acting say, it, in the acting role, too, in that bullshit interview he gave a while ago? And he's like, oh, well, I love acting. I love acting. I love when they're, you know, uh, talking about, you know, acting, you know, uh, uh, head of whatever department. Acting is so great because I can act so, we can move so much faster when it's just acting. You can move yeah, the, faster. The biggest, the biggest problem about because they don't that, know anything. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know anything. And I mean, the me, people the he's putting in these acting that, positions is what I'm saying. Is we can move faster yes. because they don't know anything, so the rules aren't there to hold them back. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. He's putting yes people in there to make sure that he can consolidate his power as the person who occupies the office yeah. this is really dangerous and it is and now it you is. know now you know why i'm so frustrated <laughs> and i don't have the words you know this is who scary. really does uh, yeah who really does have the words at this point because it's so overwhelming you know it's nonsense it's it's scary nonsense we are watching a dictator happen absolutely Absolutely. Um, I've not we, spoken to we my all mother know. in two years because she voted for this ass, and she mm. believes in him. I'm so sorry. There you go. I'm no, sorry. It's okay. and I, no, and I understand. I'm sorry that you can't speak to her, but I understand. I haven't yeah. spoken to my father in a long time, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love her. I just don't like her right now. So okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Adam, go ahead and jump in. We got it. We absolutely have to go to the break after this, and I, I'm sorry. I, I try, you know, I, I pick stories that I thought wouldn't be too heavy, but then uh, then I get there and I'm like, yeah, no, it's it's so much heavier. <laughs> That's just, it's fucking Trump. It, I know. I, I, his penis I is heavy. Oh, now no, see, Rain had to go so. and and it's uh, small, don't but it's say dense. penis in this house. Yeah. Get out of my house. <laughs> all right. Uh, I mean, I- Adam, go. I was gonna, say, you know, I was gonna say something about, uh, you know, being dense. You know, Trump is so dense he's off the atomic scale. That's that. That, that could be true. true. 
So uh, that's but, all I got for now. I, mean, I know that right. Ken wanted to make these stories light, but yeah, I, it's getting hard. The atomic weight is is too great. So I, I've got I've got a good thing for us to close this on. Uh, what is okay. heavier, a liter of water or a liter of butane gas? Um, same. I'm gonna say a, a liter. A liter of feathers. Gas. Is- no. Leader is a leader. <laughs> no matter how heavy the water, butane is still a lighter fluid. But a leader is a leader, and oh, oh no, no, no. It, that's no. a volume. That's a volume of measure of. That's a size measure, not a okay. weight measure. It's it's it, it's a dad joke. It's it. The joke it, is going uh, over your head, guys. It's a lighter. Butane is a lighter fluid. Yeah, I, I got that's. Yeah, I, I I got that. I figured that out. <laughs> I am married to a science dude. Yeah, what? no, it's it's a dad joke. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be a play on words. So sorry. We, we the, one okay. of the people in in our in our chat channel earlier um um on Brit Wolf's chat said that joke, and I thought it was so clever because it was. Yeah, I'm sorry, I ruined it. Was a nerdy it. joke. So. No, no. It, 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 I think we we jointly ruined it. So, all right, here we go. Rain, you and I it's on the okay. count of three. Rain and I on the count of three are going to say we're sorry. So no, it, it, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just right. going back to a dumb <laughs> shtick we had. That's all. So <laughs> love you all. Uh, we love you too. So all right, so we got to go to the break. Uh, here's a rare treat for everybody. We're going to hear Crazy Nights Last Summer live from WRUW with the late great bass player of Hairwolf, Derek Poindexter, uh, who I had the honor of uh, playing with in that band. And uh, he is sorely missed. He is, you know, he was a great friend and uh, a talented musician. And um, the world will never have another one. But I'm, I'm, again, honored was able to play in a group with him so anyway uh and then when we come back we got one more quick story no actually i don't think we're gonna have time for that (laughs) fucking rich people man no we'll we'll try and squeeze it and we'll see thanks trump so yeah definitely yeah we need to uh change that up uh from thanks obama to thanks trump but all right let's go to the break we'll be right back we'll see what we have time for when we return on this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com Oh, this next song is sung by Rooney. It's called Sea Monkeys. No, it's not. No, it's called Crazy Nights Last yeah, Summer. It's sung by me. sang by Rooney. Never mind. <laughs> I can we'll do it live. Too. Crazy Nights Last Summer. Right. 
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Clarksville. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. And thank you, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And uh, I also want to thank uh, Canton, Ohio. I'm going to put this back in the chat room again. Um, uh, I got to hang out with Cousin Curtis the other day. And I'm not sure if everybody saw the pic. But, uh, oh, seriously? Why is it doing that? It won't let me put the picture in there again. Anyway, scroll back. Me and Cousin Curtis hanging out. It was fun. Uh, I'm in, if you see, saw that picture, you can see I'm competing to grow a beard as long as cousin Curtis. So I'm going to try. So anyway, uh, well, thanks for, uh, again, thank you, Michelle, for, uh, joining us tonight and, uh, and, and hanging out and discussing all this kind of heavy stuff. I'm I'm glad to be here. Um, you know me. I, I try to stay away from the news a lot sometimes when it oh, gets particularly depressing. But I'm glad I'm glad to be here to lend my one and a half cents. Well, <laughs> uh, well, and and we appreciate it because you know I, I'm the same way. You know this shit gets uh, it's it, it's a slog. It is a slog, yeah. and then I I think. Do I, you know, what, what, do I, what am I going to do? What am I going to do this show? But then every time I do the show, I'm surprised because even if it's heavy, I end up having fun, you know? And, um, and I, I know Rain can attest to that too because, you know, you're right there in the heart of it, Rain, and, you know, you get as mad as anybody else and as sad as anybody else about the state of things. But you always have a great, um, you know, positive spin on things rain 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 i'm sorry i i was busy trying to tell you that i try to have a positive spin but i was taking my pants off 
Oh, oh okay. Because <laughs> it's on. <laughs> because it's Uncle Joe's birthday. Yes, for Uncle Joe's birthday. I'm sure I love that. <laughs> this is just. I just turned this into something gross. It's wrong. Oh. It's so wrong. You know, <laughs> double buzzer for you. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, you know, the thing is, I, I do think I, I I honestly, guys, I know this is hard. It is really hard for all of us, but it's really important for us to talk about this because there are people who do listen to this show live and on a podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I there are dozens. I would like to believe that they want. There are dozens of us. (laughs) Dozens. But I would like to believe that they know that they're not the only ones yeah. thinking, yeah. oh, my God, what is going on? So we're all in it, it together. So it's hard to talk about it, I think it's good mm-hmm. to talk about it. Yeah, we're all in it together. You're not alone. Uh, and, you know, also, I had Trump a- is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, a douche chill. Douche chill. He's uh, a racist douche chill dick. Nazi. And not, not a very see. nice person. No, not at all. Not at all. They hate yeah, monger. Yeah, Michelle took it back to this really nice place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate okay. that. She's I so nice, that. she's practically Canadian. Oh, well, my relatives come from Canada, so there you go. Well, there, now <laughs> we've, we've gotten to the bottom of the mystery here. So, thanks, Obama. Thanks, yeah, Obama. Now we know how, now we know how, how Michelle is, is so nice. My name is Michelle for a reason, and it's not because, you know, my parents love a Beatles song. It's because... I, it's, I was going to say. It, yeah. <laughs> I know you hate that fucking song, too. So. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I like the Supremes version, but I hate the Beatles version. Oh. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And, uh, of course, Adam, uh, thank you as well for, for being here with us. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we I couldn't run this network without this, this, this maniac over here. <laughs> oh, well... You couldn't run it. I well, I run it. I help run it into the ground. Oh, is that why it's so dirty all the time? No, it's well, because that I'm like a terrible penis. housekeeper. Don't say penis in this house. Seriously, no, no. I it was just be. speaking truth. Come on, Adam, back me up on this. Speaking your truth. All right, uh, here we go. We're going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to save the story about rich people being assholes and cheating the system for Friday because we just don't, we just, we're, we're plum out of time, folks. Plum out of time. It's not uh, the story or Mad Libs, and it's not uh, going to be Mad Libs. It's Mad Libs. We're we're doing Mad Libs right now, everybody. So well, no, no, I, I was I was saying you were you're not going to wait on Mad Libs. Oh yeah, we're not going to. I mean, I mean, it, we how could we postpone Mad Libs? That would be worse Madness? than that would be worse than saying penis. Don't say penis in this house. Yeah, and then unbelievable. Yeah, in, inconceivable. Did you yourself out of your own house? I did. Uh, sorry, I got to go to the neighbors and see if I can use their Wi-Fi. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll 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 play that uh, since Adam and Michelle are both here. I think it's fair game for me to play drops from Mike Check Radio. Inconceivable. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, um, rock, yeah. 
Rocket Meatbox U-Turkey. and Subox. Yeah, there we go. All right, here comes Mad Libs, everybody. You got really dirty, guys. I got a well, lot of men that we will both... share their box. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, as long as Tim Carmel's in our box, <laughs> it's golden. <laughs> yes. It's golden. Uh, rock on with the coriander. Uh, so anyway, Mad Libs, folks. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. Um, I put that picture of me and Curtis uh, from the reunion on Saturday back in the chat room. Everybody. I look a lot shorter than him, but I was standing like two feet behind him, so and hunched over, giving throwing the goat. I was throwing the the heavy metal goat. So it was, it was also the beard. The uh, beard yeah, made he, you look shorter. Well, his beard is like like seven feet long. So <laughs> do I detect some beard envy? Yep, yep. You know it. It's a great All picture. Right. Here we go. Uh, Adam, we'll go alphabetical tonight. Adam, an animal. Yes. An animal. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go with uh, a filthy repulsive anteater. <laughs> Do you want filthy repulsive anteater or just anteater? Uh, let's go with filthy repulsive anteater. And for those of you who don't know, that's a mystery science theater. And all those adjectives. You can do that anytime you want. All right. I didn't mean to start a fight. Just she did. She totally did. She totally. She totally meant to start a fight. She's my sister. She's my sister. I know her. All right. Uh, Michelle, a musical instrument. Piccolo. Piccolo. All right. Um, uh, Rain, a place, and you are not allowed to add any adverbs. (laughs) I'm kidding. You can add whatever you want. A place. A place? Yeah. Can we just go? Can we just go with um, the Oval Office, uh, <coughs> which would be a fucking dirty asshole hell? How about Oval Office, aka Shark Shack? Okay, good. Aka <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lost, just, just the B fifty twos, the Lost B fifty twos classics. Shark Shack. Sure to follow the rules, I would like to go with just the Oval Office. All right. And let love our other friends fill in the descriptions. All right. Adam, <laughs> type of vegetable. To who? Uh, I'm sorry. Adam. Adam, veg. Cucumber. Not a filthy, repulsive cucumber. <laughs> I was going for a Mystery Science Theater 3000 reference. No, this that works. Uh, Michelle, an adjective, please. An adjective. Yeah. Apparitional. Apparitional. All right. Apparition. That's a nice. That's a nice one. That's a very nice. Uh, and let me see. Okay, so I gotta put that one. And rain. Yeah. A verb that rhymes with snow. <laughs> Blow. Yeah, I saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely coming a mile away. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry I said that. 
All right, Adam. A type of liquid, sir. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, go that. Um, go that direction. You, go that direction, please. <laughs> Russian hooker pee. Oh, wow. That was that's that very specific and appreciated. Uh, I all right. A little filthy. Yeah, you could. Um, and Michelle, another adjective for you. Ah, eerie. Eerie. All right, and Rain, last one. Uh -oh. Part of the body. And you know what? Words already been used by living. I do know because I know living. Living used the word penis. And so I'm not going to use penis. Yes. Because penis has already been used. Don't say penis in this house! What? Don't say penis, 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 penis in this house! Get out of my house! from the Long Island. He is from Long Island, which looks yeah. like a penis. <laughs> I, I am born uh, on Long Jesus Island. Christ. Hey, Don't and I'm in this in house! Way, so there you go. But here's yeah. the thing. I know that's wonderful. But if you look at Long Island, geographically, it's a penis that splits at the end. Don't oh. say penis in this house! <laughs> or his well. what, was, what was the question? <laughs> the best. Part of the body? Anus. No. All right. Anus. Oh, yeah, weenus? you can't you can't very say nice. anus in this house. It's very good. I can't. It's we What's already got one, and it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm we already go got one. Anus, you see? I'm gonna go with vulva. It's very. Oh no, anus is done. It's it's one and done. All right, here we go, everybody. Here's our Mad Libs. This one is more Father Goose rhymes. Oh, Father hey. Goose. Father Goose, <laughs> yes. Hey, diddle diddle, the penis and the fiddle. Don't say penis in this house. The duck jumped over the spoon. The little dog laughed to see such sport, and the dish ran away with the goon. Oh my god. Like, so far, this is my favorite ever. Yeah, little Miss Muffet sat on a television eating her curds and sundae. Along came a filthy repulsive anteater and sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. <laughs> Little boy blue, come blow your piccolo. The sheeps in the Oval Office, a.k.a. the Shark Shack, the cows in the cucumber, where... <laughs> where is the apparitional boy who looks after the sheep? He's under the lackey, fast asleep. Here's the last one from More Father Goose Rhymes. Mary had a little shark. Its lawyer was white as snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the shark was sure to blow. <laughs> I don't want to be blown by a shark. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so bitey. They got lots of shark. <laughs> yeah. So bitey. All right. This, uh, this last bitey. one. Bitey on your whitey, um, or on your penis. Don't say penis 
in this house. All right. Uh, here is the last Mad Lib. This is uh, some good advice, actually. I think we actually have entered a phase of trying to help people on this show with this Mad Lib. This is how to go to sleep. I think a lot of people are going to benefit from this out there. Oh. How to go, go to sleep. Yeah. What uh, have I done? Pay attention, folks. Pay attention. Uh, if you have trouble falling asleep, you probably have a vibrant mind. You must learn to relax. So you will soon have a readable mind instead. First, drink a cup of hot Russian hooker pee. Oh, oh, oh. And stretch oh, out and stretch out on a hydrated bed. Well, I think the bed's already been hydrated by the prostitutes. Hooker um, And stretch out on a hydrated bed in a juicy position. Oh. <laughs> then. I'm sorry. Then. You can see my face right now. Cause then uh, breathe idiotically and think about something beautiful such as dangerous pumpkins. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> dangerous pumpkins. Hey, yeah. Dangerous pumpkins are cool. I think dangerous pumpkins might be the name of the show tonight. Yeah. So. And a great, great uh, rock band name too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like dangerous toys meet smashing pumpkins. Dangerous pumpkins. Yes. So. But we're uh, all still sitting in hooker pee. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Okay. I'm so the bed. Yeah. Of the two. Of the mm -hmm. of the two options I had in my head for that, I think Russian hooker pee was probably the better. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're still we're still spooning and yeah, and then you have hooker pee and you gotta breathe pumpkins, and then okay. breathe idiotically and think about something beautiful such as dangerous pumpkins. Do not think about your stinky enemies or entertain any other forlorn thoughts. Concentrate on something restful. Such as pain. <laughs> pain? Pain. Which will make your brownie more relaxed. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Or count Sorry, a is brownie a euphemism for something? God <laughs> ask the chat room. Um or or count imaginary tribbles jumping over a poop. <laughs> Follow these eerie rules and you will fall into a swashbuckling sleep the minute your anus hits the pillow. There you go, folks. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna be, uh, this, <laughs> mad li this Mad Lib is Adam here approved all the way until Sunday. So that's good. So there you go. There you go. You know, fall into a swashbuckling sleep as soon as your anus hits the pillow. There you go, folks. Uh, yeah, and watch out for dangerous pumpkins. Well, no, think of something relaxing like dangerous pumpkins. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. What the that hell? seems like. <laughs> 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 that last. I don't know, man. That just. Sounds like a dominatrix dream. It sounded a little psychedelic and, too. And people, what? 
sounded a little psychedelic as well. Oh, that too. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That was just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. I, yeah. Oh. Well, I'm glad there was no penises involved with that one. Seriously. What? <laughs> don't say penis in this what? house. Get out of my house. Uh, now with our famous hot gravy. No, stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> At least there's no Santorum involved. My God. I think there oh. was. Hey, what show. happened? I think it was unspoken, but I'm pretty sure that was involved. Oh, could no. have been. That could have been the other cup of hot liquid Adam was providing for us. Yes, and the um, fact that the anus on the pillow. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not washing that pillow. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that that's not me as well. So, all right, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. We're right, right at the top of the hour. So, uh, again, alphabetically, Mr. Adam Hebert, thanks for joining in. Thanks for your chuckles on the Mad Libs and your insight on the politics. Um, go ahead and uh, give us your parting shot. And, of course, feel free to plug the Sunday Horror Palooza. Yeah, well, first of all, Thank you, as always, for having me. I always enjoy it. Um, yeah, Sunday we're doing Horror Paloozas. And if you want to kind of get in the mood, uh, something fun was last night. Talis and Jaffe GM'd a, game, a, a one-shot of Call of Cthulhu. Um, and that should be going up for, uh, Thursday, I believe. So, uh, you know, you could watch that to get into the horror mood. I only uh, half understood. Uh, I only half understood that, but I think is this something to do with Critical Role? Yes, Talison Jaffe is a, an actor in Critical Role. Okay, all right. So Critical Role is the role playing game podcast. Everybody, if you're into that kind of thing, check it out. Yes, but and, anyway, I Adam, it, it was a lot of yeah. Fun. All right, so but finish your parting th- uh, shot, sir. Uh, and uh, looking forward to Sundays, Sunday, 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 and of course, Sunday, uh, I Sunday, hope Sunday. Miles feels. I hope Miles feels better soon. Me too. Me too. So, uh, Michelle, uh, what's your parting shot, my good friend? Uh, my parting shot is going to be quick. Just remember, we're all on information overload right now. You know, there's so much in the news. There's so much craziness going on there's also so much distraction from the craziness you know when you're looking at your news source and you're looking at what's being out there just remember that the trump white house is going to do everything they can to distract you from what's really important so look at the stories behind what he is talking about don't just pay attention to him yeah he's a freak show and a half because he knows that's going to stop you from seeing the important issues just you know watch out for that and you know you know be be smart with your with their news consumption and your your information consumption you know don't be like me who's crying every five seconds because you you're feeling disappointed um i am disappointed i'm upset i'm angry which is hard for me because i don't like being angry yeah and but you know just just be careful out there you know listen And parse. That's all I can say. Well, the world me- needs more Michelles because uh, you you are uh, uh, you have. I know it, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse that you have such great empathy. Uh, and I think you know when when I talk to you and I get your reactions on things, 
um, it makes me feel like I should probably try to become a little less callous, you know? So I, I think that, you know, what you offer um, in conversations and in reality and in the real world, just all around, we need more people like you because the world will yeah. definitely be a better place. Thank you. Um, but sometimes it's crippling and I feel really bad that it's that I, I can't contribute more. Well, so like so I said, uh, you, up. <laughs> you, you're like you're you're like a uh, a treasure chest uh, at the bottom of the ocean. You're equally cursed and blessed. Oh, thank you. So thank you. Not a problem. And of course, Rain, my sister from another mister, uh, yet another great show. Thank you for bringing your insight and uh, helping produce the program with your contributions. Um, what is your parting shot? Well, my parting, actually, after listening to Michelle, I want to say, Michelle, I love you. I think that you're incredibly, you know, you said, you say you're an empath. I don't know. I'm not an empath. I'm not an empath. Um, and I don't disagree with what Michelle said by don't let Trump be a distraction. But um, right now, right now, and I hope I can I hope I can phrase this the right way, because right now the media is is literally out there saying is what Trump just said racist and, you know, regarding Cummings and and the squad you know, last week and all this stuff. And and I think my parting shot right now is, yes, we should pay attention to him as painful as it is, because it's not what he said or what he says is racist. It is time to really focus on the fact that he is really incredibly racist. And the yeah. fact that we have somebody who is an, an an entirely racist person in the White House, who makes what was it George Wallace look like, you know, a, a civil rights leader. Really, yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 I I completely understand what Michelle just said, and I'm not trying to negate that. But what I would my parting shot right now is to not sit back and say the things that the president is saying is a distraction. Because what the, the things that the president is saying, and I hate saying the president, but the things that he is saying is racist. It is pure yeah. racism. He's doubling down. That's not a distraction. That is the issue. What did Maya Angelou say? When, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And that's exactly where we need to be and, at all times with this piece of shit. That's that's where we are right now. Yeah. You know, it's 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 really it's not. Oh my God, did he say something? Ra yeah, he said something racist. Of course he did. And that's, I don't care what, what he, he says. Is. We need to just focus the, on the fact that he he is an awful racist. Yeah. So, all right. And yeah, that's my parting shot. Very good. Great parting shots all around. I love you, around. Adam, and I love you, Michelle, and of course, my brother. I love you. Right here, bringing the love in, wrapping things up right now. Uh, happy birthday, Uncle Joe. And, Uncle Joe. And yeah, once again, please tune in this Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern for Turn Up the Night. And of course, on Sunday for the Horrorpalooza with me. Adam, Michelle, Miles, and John Kendall. It's going to be so much fun. We love talking about horror movies. And yes, I almost finished Witchfinder General, 
the other day. <laughs> great movie. Um, oh, it's so it's so creepy. Vincent Price is so great in that role. There's only one problem with him being in that role, and I will reveal all this Sunday on Horror Palooza. So, anyway, uh, other than that, I got nothing. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out in the chat room, uh, and thanks for helping with the Mad Libs. We love you all. Thanks to Trojan Rabbit for calling. We'll see everybody on Friday, and of course on Mike Check Radio Sunday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! Woo! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! We all know who did it!